anything else we fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. When you're sliding in the first, then you need an insulin burst. Diabetes. Boop. Boop. Diabetes. <laughs> That's the part. That's the part I can't. You're still doing the diarrhea sound effect. It's okay. It's the diabetes jingle. <laughs> when you go to take a pee and you have high A1C, diabetes. Diabetes. I like that. That's good. See? That's really good. It's better, right? It's better than... Yes. Anything is better than that. Anything. Anything. All right. When you're sliding into second and your pancreas beckons, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> I was too. I was laughing too hard to do. Yeah, I need that. I can do it. I, 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 I need it. that. Well, I, I, the man who is your partner. Yes, you go with him. I go. I him. was trying to go with you. <laughs> I was going for you. <laughs> I was trying to also go with you. Okay. But I guess I'm shit. No, no, no. I guess I'm not. shit. No, when you're sliding in the third and <laughs> your numbers are absurd, diabetes. Speaking of absurd <laughs> numbers. <laughs> well, wait, before we do that, we yeah. got to do this. We got to say, welcome everyone to Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite podcast. Your source for songs that aren't about diarrhea. A better way to not make diarrhea sound effects with your mouths. <laughs> Is there a better way? There, this is a better way. This is the better way. <laughs> but making them with your mouth is better than the normal way. Let's put it that no, way. No, I disagree. <laughs> I'm authentic, authenticity based. I need it authentic. I, need, I hear you. Yeah. yeah, you're like a you, millennial. You would hear me because <laughs> I like it authentic. <laughs> I'm not trying to cover that. You're up. like a millennial. I'm not running a faucet, right? Or like, while that's happening, I'm not. I'm not running my extra loud exhaust fan. Uh. Uh-uh. You're going to hear that shit. <laughs> You're the genuine Literally. article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you. Well, this took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> no, it started out it bad. Started it started off pretty bad. It went straight yeah. where you think it would yeah, go. Yeah, you were doing an insulin song. Yeah. And I was all happy for it. You were. And then now you hate it. Diabetes. That's right. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> you liked it for a while. I love. Well, I love imagining Wilford Brimley saying diabetes. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Diabetes. Diabetes. Wilford. 800,000 Americans are struggling with diabetes. <laughs> That's a lot. It's, it is a, That's a lot. It's an epidemic. It is. Let's face it. Well, I mean, there's sugar and corn syrup and goddamn everything. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Blood yeah. wasn't made for that. No. 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 No, it wasn't. Yeah, it got real somber in here. <laughs> right? It, it got did. real. It was real fun when we were making the farting yeah, noises. Yeah, I saw you like. <laughs> <laughs> now it's now it's all down. To, now you're eyeing up this. the gummy bears you put a dent in. <laughs> you're thinking about diabetes. <laughs> the brookie is over there. That's what started taunting it. you. The gummy bears started it because I said you can. They're not as the sweetest candy. That's right. So therefore, you can eat a whole bunch of them before you feel the diabetes kick in. That's right. That's how it started. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the origin story. But of you know song. the F, D, and C, red and yellow number fives and yeah. tens. Those are good for you. That's, you're getting that full blast. <laughs> 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 They're not the sweetest candy in the world, right. certainly. But one of the most colorful. But I get you the au natural ones. I appreciate Because I know you don't mind your own intake. That's right. So I need to help out with that. They're colored by like beet juice. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very happy with that. That's them. what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at? I don't know. What are we looking at? Episode number 42. 
science, math, and geology. And other stuff is numerology. Numerology. Oops. 42 is the natural number that succeeds 41 and precedes 43. Hey, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> Succeeds and precedes. That's right. Wow. Did you did you mix that up nope. on your own? Nope. Really? Yep. That was just listed differently than it's all the other right numbers? right from the Wikipedia article. <laughs> They're switching it up. Well, Whoever did the 42 entry is like, you know what? That's not good enough. <laughs> I can do better. Wow. And then he or she did do better. That's really fascinating. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what we're going to get with 43. You and me both, buddy. But I think it's really interesting that the 42 person, whoever he or she may be, yeah. decided what that the... Succeeds. Yeah, the, the, that succeeds and precedes was better than everything we'd had up to this point. Right, which was traditionally... Following and preceding. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to disagree that it is better. You can't. No, I really can't. You can't. No, it's, it's more succinct. It's by leaps and bounds better. <laughs> it is better. You can, you can go succeeds. But why did we have to wait till 42 to get it? Well, look, there's a lot of 42 that is going to blow your mind. Oh, Let good. that be the first of a, of a long line of things. And I might, might point out I have an item here on my sticky note to get to what in this numerology I just, I just fucking hate the way you did that. I just hate it. What? What are you talking about? I just, you just like, what? By the way, I'm a little thing. on my touch screen just so that I don't forget. Yeah, I have my sticky note right here. Yeah. So I don't forget. Okay. I'm ready. I'm just going to post it see it's not getting any better. Post it here on my mic stand. And this is during the numerology segment. Yeah, it's specifically for the numerology segment. a sweet spot in the numerology segment that yeah. I don't know right. you're trying to hit. Yeah. Stay on target. <laughs> All right, Wedge. Stay on target. I will. <laughs> wedge. That poor bastard. <laughs> uh, all right. 42 is a pranic number. What? An abundant number. And its prime factorization makes it the second sphenic number. Oh, sphenic. Sure. Remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sphenic. So you got a sphenic, which is, if you don't mind me saying. I don't. Uh, is a positive integer that is the product of three distinct primes. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That is fun. Uh, that'd be two, three, and seven. Huh. Yeah. Sure. That uh, makes sense. Six times seven, 42. Got right? It. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Additional properties of the number 42 include the following. <laughs> it is the number of isomorphism classes... Of all simple and orientated direct graphs on four vertices. Of course it is. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Th- this, is, this is a direct quote. Uh-huh. And I did do a fair amount of tracing this back in my noggin. I, I invite you to do the same. Okay. The group stage of the FIFA World Cup is a good example. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of isomorphism classes. How about that? Yeah. Why don't they just call it... The 2024 FIFA Isomorphism Class Tournament. <laughs> That's better than World Cup. Yeah, a little cumbersome on that thing. No, I like it. I think it. we could trim that down. Good. I think it's better than World you Cup. You come up with an anagram for that or something, I'm, I'm in. Ooh, yeah, now we're talking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Isomorphism, what is it, class? <laughs> yep. Ice, like the Isomorphism Class uh-huh. Exhibition. Ice. How about that? The Ice 
Exhibition? Just ice, because then it would be redundant. No, ICE. No. Isomorphism class. Ice exhibition. is a whole other thing, and it's got a real bad connotation. That's true. It you know, does. We don't want to do that. No, we're we gonna, don't. We're going to take a wide berth <laughs> around ice, <laughs> calling things ice, <laughs> if you're okay with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. Let's. How about isomorphism step class? Step lively around ice. Isomorphism class, kick you. Kick year, kick year twenty twenty four. Are you so having a icky. stroke right now? <laughs> it's I C K Y icky. That's also not a great connotation. <laughs> Come on out well, to icky. Yeah, see, that's fun. <laughs> no. See how much fun you're having? No, no. <laughs> look how much fun you're this having. This is the problem. Look at yourself. This is the problem. Look at yourself. This is the, the fun that you're having right now. I'm starting with you the man in the mirror. It with millions. Look at myself. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> it's how we each define fun. I think is the problem. See? Yeah. Exactly. That's right. A great example. It is a great example. I want to wring your neck. <laughs> and you think that's fun. I do. Yeah. It's crazy. It feels good. It sounds good. Oh, it's great. Uh, 42 is the third primary pseudo-perfect number. Oh, pseudo-perfect. Pseudo-perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It perpetrates like it it's does. perfect. <laughs> that's right. It's a perfect perpetrator. <laughs> but it is not. No. It's pseudo-perfect. Pseudo. Yeah. 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 And I know you don't like that because you like authenticity. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Pseudo perfect. Sue, Sue, pseudo perfect. Oh, I see. Like Phil Collins. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil Collins did a fair amount of acting. I'm going to suggest that we cast him. <laughs> Who would they play? Who would they play? Phil Collins. Philip Collins. <laughs> I can feel it. Born in Chiswick, London. Can you feel it? Coming in the air. Tonight? That's right. <laughs> you feel it tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, George. It has to be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy. That song is crazy. It is crazy. And it's got a crazy bit of lore that is apparently completely untrue. Oh, you, is are that, you familiar with this? this I know that this whole some, drowning say, yeah, situation? some say it's about a murder or yeah. drowning or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the, the case. The story I had heard, and I know it's this is a whisper down the lane situation. I don't even know. Like, I know none of it's true. Okay. Because I literally saw, watched the man say none of that is true. Uh-huh. But I know, I remember hearing all through my childhood that he watched a man drown or no, no. This is. I'm sorry. I take it back. This is what I heard. <laughs> he saw somebody watch a man drown and do nothing. Oh. Then invited that gentleman to his show and sang this song to him. Oh, as like an indictment. As like an indictment, exactly. Like, it's like a Judas kiss only from the stage. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Hamlet. It's like uh, doing the play. Exactly like yeah, Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess that's one way to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Let's see I could just call the authorities <laughs> Now I think I'm going to go home and write a song about it That would be much and more lucrative track this bloke down And <laughs> invite him to my show And then inexplicably sing it right to his face <laughs> With no explanation That's what I'll do That'll work Wait, One more time Call the cops No I'm going to definitely gonna write a song Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, that's it's very strange. That's very strange. Very strange. Yeah, but that's not none of that is true. I'm so glad Phil Collins came up. I could <laughs> not be happier. 
this is amazing singing drummer yeah very few of those rare yes very rare yeah because they got a lot to do back there behind the drums. i want to say this is unpopular but my favorite dude to come out of genesis i think my favorite dude for sure no really yeah you say for sure we had that whole discussion about Mike and that his mechanics <laughs> and how much we hate that yeah, guy. No, I think, but Petey Gabes is the one that's neck and neck, right? Yeah, yeah. And Petey I'm going to say I'm going to go Phil Collins. I guess I'd go Petey Gabes. I'm going to say this guy goes You Can't Hurry Love and I'm on board. I, You want to cover that, buddy? <laughs> I am on fucking board. I don't, I don't hate Phil Collins. This uh, is new to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he, he had a really weird career path. You know what I mean? Yeah, like definitely. Going from like Genesis, which is like prog rock kind of, like they, at least they were before he joined them. Then right. they became like more mainstream. They wrote more poppy stuff, yeah, more commercially more pop- based yes, things. Yes, commercial yeah, poppy stuff. True. And then he went like, left Genesis and went full on pop star. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he, he did, did like, 100%. Yeah, like these romantic love songs. Those and were stuff, his sensibilities. You know? Yeah. Interesting. But pop with a heart, it always had a heart to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It wasn't just like something meaningless. <laughs> I understand. You do? I understand. <coughs> I understand. All right. Well, Phil Where Collins. do we cast him, though? All right. So, um, I mean, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to cast him as Troy Ounces, but I know that's probably off the table here. <laughs> we, we, have, we have no basis to get rid of Troy. I know he does. He's fulfilled everything we've ever asked him to do that fits within his purview, <laughs> as right. he likes to say. That's right. And, uh, you know, his yeah. only issue is that you're stubborn. <laughs> and that's not going away. It's not. Anytime soon. It's not because changing. I'm stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You want him to be something he's not. I know. I can't help and it. And he just, yeah, he can't do it. I know. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where do we cast Phil Collins? I have a, I'm having a hard time coming up with something because. Really? Yeah. Do you have one in mind? I had one that sprang to mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to lay it on me? You want me to go first? Yeah, because I got nothing. I have no um, no. <laughs> I think you'd be a great here. Williamson. Okay. I really do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you see it? I could, yeah. Like if, if you had an, an American Put him office. in some horn-rimmed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. What if And what if he was English? Like if you had an American office and an English guy as Williamson. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And then it makes him even more like He's a little more and, smarmy. Yeah, You're not exactly. even from here. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't. I'm sure he could do an American accent. All British people seem to be able to do that. <laughs> the drop of a hat. Yeah, some of them not so much. No, a lot of them can. I've heard some piss poor American accents in my day. True, it's easier for them to do like a broad one. I guess it's the same for us too. Yeah, they do a. They, I mean, anyone can do a country twang. That's right. Or like a New York kind New of. New York, right? It has easy. to be affected. Yeah, right, right. Heavily. Yeah, just plain old American yeah. is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trickier. Yeah, but that's with everything. It's easier to do an outlandish British accent than it is to do a normal one. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I call that easy. <laughs> no, you're right. That's. Uh, Really hard. No, you're you're super, absolutely you're 100 super authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I got double super there. That's fantastic. All right, Williamson. I'm you good. like him there? Yeah, I like that. You like him there? I'm happy with that. All right, sure. Um, yeah, done. Uh, we, yeah, I was gonna see if we could play the IMDb uh, game, but I, why, why of, would we bother? There was that one movie he made where it was the his name is like Buddy or something, and he was a guy with cancer or whatever. You talking about know. Buster? Buster. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the only thing I could think of. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> They're close enough. Yeah. 
That's the only one I can think of. And he narrated a 1999 Tarzan film. Which is oh, the Disney one. Kind of crazy. Right? It must be. The yeah. Disney cartoon. Because he wrote the music and lyrics for that. Oh, there you have it then. Yeah. Narrator as well. Yeah. Well, let's get on board. That's fantastic. <laughs> You you literally froze up. You had like, no idea what I meant. Why am I getting on board for that? <laughs> why it, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, what? It's it, not it, a great movie. I mean, that's one reason. Oh, come on, Tarzan, <laughs> the animated Disney cartoon yeah. Tarzan. You like that? You give me Tarzan every day of the week and twice on Sunday. If you if it's that or Frozen, well, like fuck, what's happening now? You give me that tar- Tarzan all day. <laughs> What what is happening? Why? What's better with Tarzan than Frozen? <laughs> Explain it. Could to you me. rephrase the question, Senator? <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Tarzan oh, that's better than Frozen? It's the authenticity <laughs> and the Phil Collins, the loincloth. Those are the two things yeah. that make it. Yeah, better. I got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the man raised by ape is you much know how more. It is much more authentic. One hundred percent. I could be raised by an ape. I bet I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually I would have loved to have been raised by an ape. I bet I would too. That would be See, really fun. Right? Yeah. Do you want to build an ape man? What? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a frozen reference. Oh. They sing Oh, we want to build, build a snowman. Yeah. Said, See? Do you, you want to build an ape yes, man? Yes, 100% <laughs> ape man. 0% snowman. <sighs> I don't you know, I don't even want to get into this with you. <laughs> okay, let's not. Let's just go back to the numbers. All right. Okay. It is 42 again we're talking about. Just, right. Just to catch you up, 42. Yeah. It's an alternating sign matrix number. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, the number of four by four alternating sign matrices. Oh, that's really fun. <laughs> I guess. And by sign, you mean S-I-N-E, not like S-I-G-N. No, S-I-G-N. Really? Yeah, that's right. Huh. Alternating sign matrices. That's fascinating. I, th- I thought for sure it was like S-I-N-E, like the mathematical yeah. thingy-mabob. See, let's put it in the pile of all the other shit you get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's getting pretty big, though. <laughs> the pile is starting to, starting to get a little high. Stick with me on this one. All right. This one's tough. Okay. You're going to want to strap it down. You're going to want to lock it in. All right. You got it? I'm just going to hold my... Are you strapped and locked? I am. I'm going to right. hold on to my sticky you note. You do whatever you got to do with okay. your sticky note. All right. Not whatever you got to You don't understand what I mean. All right. <clears throat> Given 27 same size cubes whose nominal values progress from 1 to 27, a 3 by 3 by 3 magic cube can be constructed such that every row, column, and corridor and every diagonal passing through the center is composed of three numbers whose sum of the values is 42. Holy fuck. God damn it, dude. Holy fuck. I know. Just as you were reading that, I was visualizing all these cubes in my head. Cubes and columns. And I know. It was amazing. Diagonal passings. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. Bananas. Wow. You need 27 same, same size cubes to start, though. So. <laughs> well, I can get those anywhere. <laughs> what do you, you mean? Need, I can get those. You need 27. What do you mean fold? anywhere? I can, get, I can get those for you by 3 o'clock today. What do you need? What do you need? These 27 equal size cubes? I can get that for you. It's no big deal. I can you get can? that anywhere. When, you dude, can have them here by when? Dude, I can get them anywhere. I can get them, I can give them By two hours ago? <laughs> uh, what time you want them? I can get them for you by, uh, by 7. I need these fuckers yesterday, Bill. Well, I, I need them yesterday. 7 o'clock, I'll have them all here. All 27 <laughs> of them right here. I didn't know you were the cube guy. Well, I mean... It's nothing. It's nothing. What do you mean it's nothing? It's no big deal. It's 27 cubes. Fucking amateurs. I can get you 27 cubes. Of equal size. Yeah. Cubes. 
That's what we talked about. Down here. to cubes. the millimeter. Yeah. Equal size. Exact equal size. <laughs> okay. These cubes are made in China. All to right. a to a to a perfect China. You know, <laughs> down to the just the right size. That's yeah, no problem. When did you become the cube guy? Today. What are these cubes made out of? Today. To, today. <laughs> Which in any case it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up. You I'm became just... the cube guy today. <laughs> Got up early this morning. Became the cube guy. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. Uh, what are they made of? That was my next question. You didn't answer that. Titanium. Titanium. Yeah. Not neoborium or whatever mm, the fuck that was last week. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it looks a lot like it, but it's titanium. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 42 is the third pentadecagonal, pentadecagonal, pentadecagonal. <laughs> I really got myself into a loop here. <laughs> third pentadecagonal number. It is a meandric number and an open meandric number. Oh. That's right. Wow. Because if you're going to meandric, you might as well make it out in the open. I would think so. Right? The other one seems redundant now that I know it's an open meandric number. Well, no. Come on. It's both. Okay. It's not exclusively always both, but oh, in I this see. case it so is. So sometimes it's open. Sometimes it's like- Sometimes it's open. Sometimes it's just meandric. Sometimes it just needs some time to itself, to That's, meandric itself. That, and don't we all? You we do. I mean? To meandric itself? Yeah. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. You know, sitting in its room, meandricking yeah. uh-huh. by itself. Right. You know. Yeah. Meandric and chill. That's kind of what it does, you know. <laughs> fine but by itself yeah of course duh <laughs> otherwise it would be open meandricking <laughs> oh see i think i see where this you is a subtle now. difference yeah now? yeah now i do <laughs> now i do well done thanks yeah uh but, but the, the dimension of the boral subalgebra <laughs> in the exception lie algebra is 42 <laughs> <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> the exception lie algebra. The exception lie algebra. Huh, right. Are you familiar? No. No. Well, Bill. I only do exception truth algebra. In group theory, a simple lie group is connected to a non-Albanian lie group. <laughs> and I'm done talking to you about all this. Okay, good. It doesn't make any sense to me. I should have to explain this to you. Well, The simplest of all ideas... <laughs> I'm just a child, <laughs> just a just a guy. Forty-two is the smallest number k, such that for every Riemann surface, according to Hurwitz's automorphisms theory, yeah, it is the smallest number k. Oh, the smallest number k. Yeah, sure. You got that? Yeah, of course. Do you try to keep smallest up with number you? k? Sick of having to try to explain this stuff to you. <laughs> But I like Hurwitz's automorphisms theory. I like that too. That right? sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. You get to morph automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Hurwitz. Hurwitz. Do you, you know Mitchell Hurwitz? The name rings a bell. Big fan of his. He's, he created Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wrote okay. on the Golden Girls for a while. Okay, early, sure. Early sure. writer on the Golden yeah. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. Your My heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Boom, boom, boom. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, 
You would see the biggest gift would be from me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend That's fantastic. What a song. It is a great song. It's a great... I don't... I don't know that Mitch had anything to do with the song, but man, yeah. great song. Oh, it's great. Yeah, one Fantastic. of the best. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you knew that, by the way. Well, I mean, you know. I'm, well, it didn't seem like a show you'd be watching. I'm practically a homosexual, so I know <laughs> all the words to I the mean, Golden Girls theme who song. You tell who you tell <laughs> Who you tell <laughs> I'm surprised you knew it, though. What? Yeah. Gold, I am Golden Girls friendly over here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sophia is my spirit animal. Oh, yeah, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Can we cast the Stelgetti? <laughs> well, can we cast all the Golden Girls as the four salesmen? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Who would they play? Who would they play? I used to hate these when I would bring these. these yeah, because like, you brought bullshit. Things. You didn't bring Golden Girls. <laughs> you bring Golden Girls. I'm on board immediately. All right, so we got four Golden Girls. What did girls. you bring, Scooby Doo? What the fuck no, did you bring? No, no. Who the fuck are you, Scooby Doo? Huh? What the fuck are you? Who'd I, you bring? I think we had we did Star Star Trek at one time. Fine I remember with that. that one. Fine okay, with that good. one. <laughs> we did. Uh, I think we did What's Happening. Well, I was especially excited for that one. I think we bunch did. of Blakes in that cast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we did uh, Fat Albert. Hey, 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 that's right. Yeah, uh, I don't remember who else. We did the Facts of Life. That was a nice that was one. a great one. Yeah. All right. So they're good. These are fun. It's mostly good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Get on. I board. think when you come with bullshit, though. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Rose is George. Rose is George. Rose is George. Good. Rose is George. Yeah, that's right. That's the one that I immediately like. Let's just get rid of those people. Right. <laughs> right. Taken care of. Yeah, they're the like the dumb ones. You know right. what I mean? Right. Well-meaning. Well-meaning. Yeah. Good-hearted. Right. But yeah. dumb. Yeah. But you know, stuff has happened to them. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sophia is Sophia, either Moss or Roma. Sophia Petrillo kind of has to be Roma. Okay. Right. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would. You stupid fucking cunt! You can't see her, just, <laughs> like with the glasses down on her nose. Right, right, right. You stupid fucking cunt! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I okay. love it. Okay, I love it. All right. <laughs> and then we got, um, so now we got B. Arthur, and we got. Uh, uh, funnily enough, Estelle Getty was the youngest of the cast. That's right. Wasn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got, yeah, we got B. Arthur, right? Uh, Dorothy. Dorothy, right. And, yeah, yeah. and Blanche Dubois, right. or Devereaux. Right. Devereaux. Devereaux. Not that's Blanche right. Dubois. No, that's from uh, yeah. Tennessee Williams. That's right. Yeah. Blanche Devereaux, right. Okay, so... Um, but Blanche was very much a Tennessee Williams-esque character. Yeah, yeah, And that yeah. she was always hot and spicy. Right. <laughs> right. Sweaty. Ready to get it ready on. Ready for a man. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's who's that then? I mean, she. I guess she would be... She's got to be Shelly, I mean, if we're going there. Cause, um, uh, but you don't think B. Arthur? But she's she was more like grouchy and grumpy, and you know what I mean, like yeah. But the the sort of the elder statesman too of the group. She was. That's right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. It, it is tough. tough. There's not See? a direct translation here. Well, unless you switch it, unless you make what do you got? Sophia Moss, angry grumpy. Okay, and you make uh, I don't hate it. Right, and then you make Blanche. Maybe make her. Uh, it still doesn't really it work. It doesn't really. Yeah, that's I was not great. I see where you're one going. of the two of them would be Roma. Then, yeah, in some and way. I, and it's got to be Sophia. Yeah, yeah. I think, although the age doesn't work. 
This is garbage. What? Who brought this? <laughs> what a terrible idea this was. Well, we have to finish it now that we no, started. No, we do. It, we definitely though. do. We got to. No, what I'm saying maybe be Arthur. Dorothy would be Roma. She's kind of like the top dog, you know, the leader of the pack. Kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. I mean, if it, if it helps make everything else work, I don't I'm know sort that of, it does. I, I'm doing the trickle down in my head. Yeah, I don't know that it does. So that means Sophia would be Moss. Moss. Blanche is uh, is Shelley. I. Oh, okay. And then be be Arthur. Dorothy is, is Roma. Roma, right? Huh. Huh. I guess. I guess. I mean, Dorothy flip-flop. is the closer. <laughs> Right, of yeah, the group, yeah, 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 <laughs> right, yeah. It's top name on the board. That's right. It's yeah. more about her. Sophia is just like an ancillary. I guess that's character true. comes in and out, and then you know goes to bed and says, "Fucked a lot of you, fuck you all," fine, that kind of thing. Fine, fine. I, I'm fine with that. All right, I like it. Okay, <laughs> I think it has to be that. You way. just want it to be over. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I, I think that's the best of all possible scenarios. Okay, I cool. truly do. I can't wait to see it <laughs> when they do the all female Glengarry Glenn Ross. I'm hoping this is going to be the cast. Except for we have to replace B. Arthur because she's dead. But other than that, we're good. And Betty White is not going to make it through a production. Mm, Let's be honest. She's going to pull a Glenister at some point. There's no question. (laughs) Maybe she should be Moss. Maybe. Maybe we should just usher her right out, right off this mortal coil (laughs) by having her play Moss. I don't want to be responsible for killing Betty White. No. No. Who does? Nobody. No. 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 Oh, Betty. We love you. How we love you. Um, Herb Edelman played Stanley Sporak or Spavorak. Isn't that, wasn't that the name? Yeah. He was, you know, the husband. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, Stan, Stanley, right. Stanley. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. he could be Link. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Great. He'd be perfect. Great. We uh, did it again. We did. <laughs> Brilliant. We just cannot stop <laughs> nailing this. <laughs> We just nailed all four of the Golden Girls. That's right. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Two of those four I'm unhappy about. I'll let the audience decide well, which of I the I think two. we all know who we're talking about, right? Wink, wink. <laughs> how do you want to take Betty White out? <laughs> I know how I do. Oh, are you not talking about that? What? Taking her out that way? <laughs> I'm not sure. Ushering her off this mortal coil? <laughs> you know what I'm talking Gently, about. Gently, you mean. Like, no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> she wouldn't stand for it. There's no way she, she wants it she like that. She might stand for it. <laughs> Depending. She could get a pair of heels yeah, or, you yeah. know, or something. Yeah. You know, I mean. Her hips, though. <laughs> not, not standing up to it. <laughs> that is us nailing the Golden Girls. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> it sure did. Well, it is infinite. It is infinite, right? so it got very sexy. It, does, it often what does. Happens. It yeah, often that's what does. Happens. Yeah, it's the most sexy, unsexy topic of conversation that ever happened. <laughs> 42 was the last possible natural number below 100 to be expressed as the sum of three cubes. Oh. How do you like that? I like that a lot. It's pretty cool. It's fun to think. What are the three cubes? It is, you know what? It's fun to think it. <laughs> not, not to actually, not do not it. to do it. <laughs> just to think it. Don't you agree? It's got to be like three. <laughs> three. <laughs> three, uh, <laughs> three cubed is nine. That's right. right. Um, what, we, what else we got? Give me some more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the only thing I'm giving you is enough rope to hang yourself. 
I can't think of any others because the, well, the other one's going to be too big. I'm one trying of those... to think of the small cubes. You know what I mean? Like the small cubes. Yeah. I was the cube guy moments ago, and now I can't think and, of any well, cubes. Well, yeah, you, you go around claiming to be a cube guy. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> think of three of them. <laughs> can't think of three. Disgraceful. <laughs> well, you better call that Unsolved Mysteries guy. Oh, man, come on. We're not getting to the bottom of come this Come on. One. Not gotta, tonight. What? Not tonight, not ever. Come on. If I have anything to say about it. Help, help a guy out. Moving on. Help a guy. To science. Help a guy. Do you need Do you need to get your post-it yet, or are you good? No, we're still good. You're still good? Okay. Our post-it is ready. It's, All right. Posted and ready. You're poised I'm <laughs> to get in on that. I am going to jump in when All you right. least expect it. All right. 42 is the atomic number of... Yes. Molybdenum. 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 Now that is fun. Molybdenum. Molybdenum. It's spelled so crazily that huh. I have a hard time pronouncing it. Oh. So I'm in a molybdium loop. <laughs> molybdenum is what it is. Molybdenum. M-O-L-Y-B... D-E-N-U-M. Huh. Molybdenum. Molybdenum. <laughs> crazy, right. right? That is crazy. Chemical element with the symbol M-O and the atomic number T 2 came from the Neo-Latin molybdenum. Molybdenum? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Molly, but damn. <laughs> but damn, Molly. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Meaning lead. Ancient Greek oh. meaning lead. Oh, yeah. All right. Since its ores were confused with lead ores initially. Oh, all right. Molybdenum minerals have been known throughout history, but the element was discovered in 1778 by Carl Wilhelm Scheele. We've had Carl Wilhelm Scheele we on the show before. We have definitely said that name before. Yeah. Yeah. He's very prolific. Don't. <laughs> He's he's all over these minerals. How about that? You can't get the guy off him. What a guy. Like me and Betty White. You just can't. (laughs) (laughs) Molybdenum is the 54th most abundant element in the Earth's crust with an average of 1.5 parts per million and the 25th most abundant element in the oceans with an average of 10 parts per billion. Interesting. This is the 42nd most abundant element in the universe. 42nd most abundant. 42. And it's number 42 on the po- periodic table. That's the crazy thing. That is crazy. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little It's a little creepy. I'm blown away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. I don't either. About 86% of molybdenum produced is used in metallurgy. Hmm. With the rest in various chemical applications, as you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of chemical applications. <laughs> molybdenum flou- powder... Flour? What am I, baking? Ooh, that sounds good. powder is used as a fertilizer for some plants, mostly cauliflower. Really? Isn't that crazy? Cauliflower has its own special fertilizer? That's weird. It is weird. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Maybe that's why it smells so bad when you take it out of the microwave. (laughs) It's all the molybdenum. What are you microwaving cauliflower for? I don't. Some people That's do. That's such an indictment. Some people do. I don't. <laughs> well, if you're listening, stranger who microwaves cauliflower, stop doing it. I don't mind th- that it's done. There's just a uh, residual odor. I no, mean, yeah, but you're, it dissipates. But it's it, it's a superfood, and you're just zapping all the superfoodness out of it. You're talking to the wrong person. I'm you're talking to, the choir. to all of the people listening who microwave cauliflower. So you're thinking like maybe we 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 steam, steam it. it. Yeah, steam it. Steam it's better. It's way it. better. Yeah. yeah, it takes nothing. <laughs> it takes no time at all. 
steam your cauliflower. <laughs> and then you can also like, you can blend it. It absorbs flavors, on, not unlike a tofu. You can make it taste like a bunch of stuff. Well, they make everything out of it now, like for the for the vegetarian crowd, well, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that you make your pizza crusts out you of do, it. You, you make, do anything uh, with cauliflower. There's the it's old, amazing. My my wife has except had microwave it. Ca- cauliflower steak. Have you had cauliflower steak? I've had a yeah. version of that. Yeah, cauliflower bacon. Cauliflower. There's buffalo cauliflower. Buffalo cauliflower, you know? right? Yeah. Not unlike a wing, like right. a dip and wing, right? Right. Do a lot with cauliflower. You can just stop microwaving it <laughs> and stop putting molybdenum. What? Are, yeah, who are you people microwaving actual food? <laughs> stop doing it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember early microwaves? You weren't even allowed to stand in front of them. That's right. Remember this? You weren't supposed to like look you at them. You weren't supposed to look in, <laughs> put a window on it, <laughs> right, right. and then tell everyone not to look in yeah, here. Don't look in there. <laughs> don't get too close and look in there because you're going to kill yourself. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. They haven't gotten any better. Probably not. They'd just be like, ah, fuck it. Right. We'll blame it on cell phones. Right. Who cares? <laughs> well, there you go. Molybdenum. I see. Molybdenum. I love it. It's rare I come across an element that I have a hard time pronouncing every time. Well. But molybdenum. We can keep our fingers crossed for the future. That we never speak of molybdenum again. <laughs> right. That's my hope. <laughs> 42 is the atomic mass of one of the naturally occurring stable isotopes in calcium. Huh. How do you like that? It's interesting. The just atomic mass of one of the one isotopes. Of just one of the isotopes. Yeah, one of the naturally occurring stable isotopes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, the angle rounded to whole degrees for which a rainbow appears, the critical angle, oh. is 42. How about that? Yeah. So thanks to 42, we get to see beautiful rainbows in the sky. I don't know where we can, uh, we can make that I leap. think we can. Yeah. I think we can. You're ready, can, to, you're ready to thank 42 for yeah. rainbows? Thank you so much, 42. <laughs> I mean, I love a good rainbow. Really, I did, I did very little. I just I existed <laughs> as a... <laughs> As a potential arc. And so, One of 360. <laughs> that's right. But sure, okay. But sure, I'll take the credit. <laughs> In 1966, mathematician Paul Cooper theorized that the fastest, most efficient way to travel across continents would be to bore a straight hollow tube directly through the earth, connecting a scent of antipodes, remove the air from the tube... And fall through. <laughs> wow. That sounds very efficient. Stay with me now. Okay. The first half of the journey consists of a free fall acceleration, while the second half consists of an exactly equal deceleration. This sounds fantastic. The time for such a journey works out to be about 42 minutes. That is amazing. <laughs> this sounds like so much fun. Even if the tube does not pass through the exact center of the Earth, the time for a journey powered entirely by gravity, known as the gravity train... <laughs> I love that. Always works out to be 42 minutes. Huh. So long as the tube remains friction-free, as while the force of the gravity would be lessened. Right. The distance traveled would be traveled at an equal rate. That's amazing. Yeah. I would love to take a trip through the center of the earth in a tube. You ever watch that dance show, Gravity Train? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> is it, is it, it's less sexy than Soul Train. I was gonna say, that's when they get old. Yeah. It's, the Soul Train it's people the come back. the octogenarian Soul yeah, Train. Yeah, when they're 80. Yeah. And, gravity and, Train. And, and gravity Train. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I was going to say, we should all form a Cunningham chain and then go on Gravity Train <laughs> and dance around. We both had chain jokes. <laughs> people all over the world. Join hands. Form a Cunningham chain. I was getting on Cunningham board the chain. gravity train. Oh, that's what I was doing. Oh, yeah, that's good yeah. too. For you. 
That's good. You're you're more of the gravity train age than you are the soul train age. <laughs> you've <laughs> you've aged out of soul train and into gravity I train. See. Gotcha. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Me and Betty White. Hell yeah. <laughs> Betty's still got it going on though. <laughs> Uh, so this is fascinating right so okay the same idea was proposed without any calculation by Lewis Carroll in 1893 now now however we know this is not true oh that trip would take under 38 minutes oh it's even faster well yeah but it's not I mean it's not 42 so you know we can't oh we kind of got to move on but like (laughs) but okay but I could give but you could still like take the trip in 42 minute windows so, for example, every 42 minutes, a person would depart to the other side of the earth. Right. So, you have a four-minute gap in case something goes wrong in the tube. I see. You with me? Something wrong in the tube. Yeah. Or, and to clear the other, you know, clear, clear the person out of the other end Make of the sure tube. Make sure that guy's not just sitting there. Yeah, exactly. Like the kid at the bottom of the slide. Exactly. And then the guy, like, the guy at the other end of the tube. Geronimo! And then, boom, <laughs> right. you slam into a kid. That's right. The guy at the other end of the tube can yell back up. Okay, you know what I mean, and then you send the next person down. You ever on these goddamn water slides and like uh, shit has gone wrong, so the slide isn't as slippery as it should be, and you get stuck around a curve, and then some assholes barreling down behind you, and you're just trying to scoot along this foam tube, like I'm going, I'm going, fucking not sliding. This is more of a water stop and start than it is a slide. You ever have that happen? I've, ne- I've never have. I gotta admit, really. I, yeah, I've never gotten stuck on one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm sure it was just the fucking airsats amusement parks that I was taken to as a child. <laughs> they had like a garden hose at the top <laughs> trying to soak the slide. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you got to keep them wet. You got to keep them real wet. Yeah, you got to keep them slick. <laughs> Not unlike my baby Betty White. <laughs> oh, man. It's good. I can't even swallow. I'm like... <laughs> oh, forget it. I was going to say something. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but Betty White can. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I knew it. Some long yeah. long. Uh, as determined by the Babylonians, Babylonians, <laughs> Babylonians, <in> Babylon- <laughs> God damn it. in 79 years, Mars orbits the sun almost exactly 42 times. Oh, that's cool. According to the Babylonians. In, in 79 years. 79 years, Mars Thanks. orbits the sun exactly, almost exactly 42 times. So I, I, I'm glad that they took the time to use two like completely... <laughs> Random numbers to, to no, that's just figure the, out the, the rotation that's just the of the orbit. Of, that's Mars orbit. Yeah, but you could also figure out one to 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 a one. You know what I mean? Like it takes Mars. Oh, I see. You I know, see what you're saying. Six years to go around to one, go one time. time. Right? Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that does make more sense. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. But this is 42. We get 42 out of this one. Right, yeah. I know. <laughs> I love why it's here. I just question. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's as close as it gets for an exact readout. To a, to like a whole number. Like maybe all the other numbers are just like halves and fractions. Right. They're not whole numbers. And yeah. it's almost exactly 42 times per 79 years. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. So okay. maybe that's like the baseline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They could only do whole numbers. Yeah. The Babylonians. That's right. <laughs> they, they were anti-fraction. Yeah. Those people. Babylonians only do whole numbers, hun. Okay? No fractions. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I love it. No denominators here, hun. Nope, nope. No, hun. Um, a password expiration policy for a Microsoft Windows domain defaults to 42 days. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's expiration a weird, policy. That's weird, too. 
30 days seems enough. 42 days. Yeah, give them 12 extra. (laughs) You know, we're Microsoft. Yeah. We probably fucked them some other way. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got a Messier object, buddy. Yes. An M42 magnitude 5.0 diffuse nebula in the constellation Orion. Oh, this is fun. Also known as the Orion Nebula. The Orion Nebula. The Orion wow. Nebula. That sounds like an important one. If it's if it's the Orion Nebula, that I imagine that important. would be important. Yeah, and it's diffuse, so it's kind of like it's big and it's like spread out. That's right. And it's like yeah, that that's right. Really it is among the brightest nebulas visible to the naked eye in the night sky. Huh. I love it. I like that. That's fantastic. So if you're seeing nebulas, it's probably the Orion Nebula. How about that. Yeah. Go 42. You got to get your night sky app out there. And yeah. Do that. I love that thing. I do too. It's really cool. Yeah. Wait, get out your catalog, buddy. Oh, you I, was know? Looking, I was looking at the hats. The really, hats? Yeah, the hats are really sweet. To match the epaulets? Yeah. They I got feel some like if really... I don't say the word epaulets, it's, <laughs> I can't go on. But you got to check out the hats. They have a nice selection of hats. Yeah? Do they yeah. have those ones that I can wear like literally on the bridge of my nose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. Yeah, those are those are for generals for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Then the lower you wear it like the meaner you are to your people. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 They have the Arlie Ermy version. They do. just <laughs> That's right. fucking right down That's there. right. Yeah, yeah. NGC 42 in a spiral galaxy in the constellation Pegasus. Oh, we're back to we're Pegasus. We're very familiar with Pegasus. Sure, yeah. It's a flying horse, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In January 04, asteroid 2001 DA42 was given the permanent name 25924. <laughs> That's much better. Permanent name. That is much better it's, name. What it was, Valjean, the star of Valjean. <laughs> 25924, that's the two best we can do. 25924. <laughs> Yeah, what's going on? I don't That's know. That's what we're naming? Maybe it stole a loaf of bread. Asteroids? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. There's a there's another asteroid chasing it across the whole entirety <laughs> of the sky right. over several years because right. of a fucking loaf of bread. That's right. Fuck and you, Javert. Looking at all the stars and their multitude as it goes I'm by. going on record. Okay. Javert can suck a dick. Really? Yeah. Why? What do you mean, why? The guy committed a crime. The guy's trying to feed a family. <laughs> just trying to feed his family. Yeah, but you, you stole bread. He was starving. Well, shouldn't have stole bread. <laughs> All right, but what's the penalty? <laughs> uh, I guess hanging. <laughs> or guillotine, maybe? Maybe guillotine. I think maybe that's where it seems <laughs> incongruous. <laughs> Loaf of bread? Hang the bastard. Chase him for 50 years and hope to hang him. Yeah. I mean, Driven to madness and killing myself. Seems worth it. Loaf of bread? Seems worth it. <laughs> <laughs> have real problems with that yeah that storyline do you yeah really? i do well, I, I, mean, love I, I, do. I love the music i do i love the music bread's not the only thing as it goes on of course you know sub- circumstances sure. there are work other against thing. yeah there's yeah, the adopted to, daughter and the whole right thing. circumstances work against him to make him seem like a wor- worse criminal than he is he is and I mean? right so, yeah right for sure sure but still okay i mean I mean, it's, you know. If you weren't holding the guy over a loaf of bread, none of that other stuff would have happened. <laughs> right? Would you say the story is miserable? <laughs> what, what do I even say to that? <laughs> I don't know. You got me choked up on the bat because I, uh, I think a nice fat pitch is coming. And you give me miserable. I got nothing to do with that. That is low and outside, buddy. It was a wild I can't, pitch. I can't cut in on that. I can't. All right. 
42 Isis is a large main belt asteroid measuring about 100 kilometers in diameter. About about that. Roughly 100, 100. kilometers. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. 42 Isis. Wow. Massive. Huge. Right? Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. I don't want to come in. I heading this way. That's right. I don't want to come in in my backyard. That's right. (laughs) NIMBY. Yeah. No, thank you. Not in my backyard. That's right. In religion, in Japanese culture, the number 42 is considered unlucky because the numerals, when pronounced separately, shi, ni, 42, sound like the word for dying. (laughs) (laughs) How do you like that? I love that. Yeah. That's great. How many times do you confuse 42 for dying? (laughs) Right. That's crazy, right? Well, every time, really. Every Say time. Say 2 Dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't... Yeah. In Egyptian mythology, there are 42 questions asked of persons making their journey through death. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, somebody by the name of Mayat, uh-huh. a female personification considered to be both maternal and a delivering force is an ancient Egyptian personification of physical, moral law, order, and truth. And is that the person who asks you the 42 questions? That's the person who asks you the 42 questions. Gotcha. Okay. In the judgment scene described in the Egyptian and in the book of Pass, there are 42 questions personifying the analysis of night. (laughs) (laughs) If the departed reasonably can give answers to the 42 questions, they have the potential to be either reincarnated or if completely successful, reach the ultimate goal of becoming a star whereupon they can continue to give light and fuel universal growth. How about that? (laughs) That's pretty cool. And if you don't answer the questions well, I guess you just... That's it for you. (laughs) You are going out. (laughs) Hit the bricks, pal. That's cool. That's right. But I like, I think I'd aim for reasonably. Yeah. I don't think, reincarnation. Yeah, I think I'm just going, "Eh, I'll I'll give another go. Give it another go. Yeah, you could could get some wrong on purpose. That's right. So that you would be able to be reincarnated. Yeah, maybe like the last three or four. Right, right. 38 to 42, maybe I just swing and miss. Yeah, once you know you've gotten enough under your belt. Exactly. Yeah. Just take a whiff on the rest. Yeah. Put the controller down. Right. Let the time run out. This game's won. Right. Right? I'm getting another go on Earth. Right? Yeah. That yeah. sounds cool. Totally. All right. The one thing I will say, though, the Book of Pass. No, I give it a hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass. On hard, hard cover. That's right. Hard pass. <laughs> hard cover. For sure. For sure. 42 is the number with which God creates the universe in Kabbalistic tradition. Oh. It's the number with which he creates the world? That's what it says right here in front of me. He's got like his arm around 42 and he's like, hey, I got an idea. What do you want to do tonight? I was thinking we could create the world. (laughs) Create the world and chill. What do you think? (laughs) You know? Hey, quattro dos. (laughs) What are you doing tonight, man? I got big plans. I got a universe to create. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what that means. Is the number with which God creates the universe. <laughs> he just takes 42 and makes it a universe? I don't know. That's so weird. It is crazy. Huh. The number 42 appears in various contexts in Christianity. Oh. There are 42 generations in the Gospel of Matthew's version of the genealogy of Jesus. Okay. Um, it is prophesied that for 42 months, the beast will hold dominion over the earth for 42 months. That's a long time. You know, come you know, that's revelation, right? Come right, the, yeah. What's that? Three, What's three, that rolling, the rolling 
Yeah, the, uh, the, the way everybody goes to heaven or hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rapture, the yeah. rolling rapture. Yeah, that's, and that's then there's three a, and a half years. Then there's a beast. Three and a half years. Three and a half. What am I going to do all month? <laughs> <laughs> three and a half years, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, God sent bears to maul 42 of the teenage boys who mocked Elisha for his baldness. Now see, <laughs> you mock Javert <laughs> for the bread. And now this guy, <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy sends bears to maul people who mocked someone for his baldness. Yeah, I'm not a God fan either. <laughs> I'm with a God and fucking Javert can both suck dicks. <laughs> I think they're a little too hard on their people. It seems like it. Right? Yeah. Like, let's ease up. I mean, although I do have to say, as a bald man. I would not mind having like a bear handy. You like someone, someone made fun of me, you know what I mean? Just be like forty-two <laughs> teenage boys. Just be like, hey, Smokey, get him. <laughs> you know, sick him. It was those <laughs> kids. They called me bald and it made me feel bad. <laughs> Maul them. <laughs> Maul them. Yeah. And if you did it at the mall, okay. that would be good too. <laughs> it's just your sentient bear. I guess I'll maul them now. You maul them now, and afterwards you get a picnic basket. Get to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's a beehive <laughs> full of honey. Go maul those kids and make it snappy. I got, we got to get out of here. That's right. Yeah. In Judaism, the number. Uh, in the Babylonian Talmud compiled 375 AD, um, the number of the number of the 42 lettered name ascribed to God. So, 42 lettered 42 name. lettered name for God. Okay, which I guess they don't say much. No, I guess they don't not. speak it. The Babylonians, they, yeah, they loved 42. Yeah. yeah, the Rab or Rabs, which I guess is the root for Rabbi. Oh. Um, a third century source in the Talmud stated, the 42-lettered name is entrusted only to him who is pious, meek, middle-aged, free from bad temper, sober, and not insistent on his rights. Oh, well, I'm ready for it then. <laughs> Bring it on. I, I meet, can't say I, I didn't think of criteria. you. I know you are. Give it. Give it here. Give me the number pious? of names. Yeah, a sure. little. A little. <laughs> You're a little pious. Meek, middle-aged. Yeah. Free from bad temper. Yeah. Sober. Totally. Not insistent on your rights. Nope. Dude, you, you're a Jew. Give me <laughs> you just passed the Jew test. <laughs> no, I passed the test to get the 39 letter, the 42 letter 42 name. letter in Judaism. I should know the You're going to be a Jew hero. Somebody should Not tell me. Not unlike Sandy Koufax. And then I can go around like lording over everybody that I know the name and they don't. Well, see, and, that, I think that's when you get taken out. And I have a bear. This is going to be oh. fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guy's got a bear. You can't You can't go fucking with him. No, that's right. He knows the name and he's got a bear. He's Come on. untouchable. That's right. Oh, so you fellas are untouchable. Is that it? <laughs> you tell your master. I can't remember what he says after that. Something like that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Uh, that's the untouchables for anybody who was <laughs> unsure. <laughs> but I love how each one of those characteristics is pretty much you. I do too. Yeah. I want the name. <laughs> yeah, I, I've earned the name. <laughs> All this sobriety has been for nothing up to this point. You can't I, handle the name. I want the name. <laughs> Give me the name. Uh, moving on. We'll get back to this. Though. Okay. Right. Are we, is Post-it still poised? Poised yeah, on the post ready. You're good. I'm good. The Gutenberg Bible is also known as the 42-line Bible. Oh. As the book contained 42 lines per page. 
Oh, wow. That must have been a lot of pages. And really, on those police academy entrances <laughs> or entries <laughs> in the Bible, <laughs> he, he really had to sum up a lot in 42 lines. That's right. The Gutenberg Bible. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. You get it now? Yeah, yeah. All right. It took me a while. Damn. But I got there. Yeah. It did not land the way I had hoped it would. <laughs> the 42 articles uh, out of, in 1552, largely the work of Thomas Cranmer, ah. Cranmer, were intended to summarize the Anglican doctrine as it, as it now existed under the reign of Edward VI. Okay. So... There was something called the 42 Articles. I feel like there were, in an earlier episode recently, we had articles about the Anglican Church. Well, there's bylines, there's the articles, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff. stuff. I remember one of them was like, divorce, good. You know what I mean? Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember that, but here's to you, articles. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Thanks, Cranmer. Cranmer. Old Tommy Kranz. (laughs) I mean, he did, he did good work. <laughs> he sure did. You know? Yeah. But that's not a that's not a little amount of articles. No, if you need a list of articles, you, you call it's Cranmer. It's a fair amount of articles. Yeah. yeah. Cranmer's the article man. That's right. Right? <laughs> that's right. Get me Cranmer! <laughs> like, you know, old Hollywood producer. <laughs> I need some, I need articles. I need a lot of articles. <laughs> get me Cranmer! Somebody get Cranmer on the blower. Make it snappy. <laughs> I love it. Um, the Sutra of 42 Sections... Is a Buddhist scripture. Oh, all right. They like their sutras. Sure. You know? Karma sutra. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> you, you and Betty White is what's happening. <laughs> Say it again. Karma sutra. Comma. Comma sutra. Comma sutra. Comma sutra. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to take a pause before you get into those sutras. Comma <laughs> <laughs> <Kama> sutra. <laughs> Okay, moving into popular culture, there is one entry and one entry only, and it is, as you might have guessed, forty-two. The, the Douglas Adams work, oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the sure. Galaxy. It is the answer to you know that's what? right. The answer to everything was the 42. answer to the ultimate question of life. Yeah, yeah. The number forty-two is in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything, calculated by an enormous supercomputer named uh, I don't remember Deep Thought. Yes. Over a period of 7.5 million years. Unfortunately, no one knows what the question is, <laughs> right, right. which we actually do find out in the sequel. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thus, to calculate the ultimate question, a special computer the size of a small planet was built from organic components and named Earth. Oh. You're unfamiliar with the Hitchhiker's Guide. I'm, I, I I'm read learning. it years and years and okay. years ago. All right. And I, have not, and, and I, I loved the TV series, the BBC TV series from a million years ago, too. When I was a kid, I watched that like crazy. Did you not give the movie a chance? I did go to the theater to see the movie. Oh. I didn't love it. You didn't love it? No, I, did. I thought it was, I don't know. It just didn't hit home for me. I don't know what it was. Did you like it? I did. I did, but I also wasn't crazy about the book like a lot of oh. people were. Like, mm-hmm. I liked it. But it wasn't. It certainly wasn't my favorite thing I had ever read. Yeah, and I enjoyed the movie, and I really like Mostaf as an actor. So, oh, that's where we diverge. That helped right me. Oh, come I on. felt like he was the weakest link in the movie. Yeah, he's so racist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Mostaf yeah, is great. No, but the, I love that character, and he was. He was. I felt he was just so disappointing in that role. Okay, that was where it fell down for me. Well, I disagree. Okay, fair enough. I think Mostaf is the best. All right, one of the best. Is he the most deaf? <laughs> Stop it. Why? Stop it. What? Well, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Most stuff is great. 
Okay. Did you see anything else he'd ever been in, or did you avoid him like the plague after that? I didn't avoid him, but I, I don't. I don't remember anything else, especially that I've seen him. All in. right. He's in a great movie with Bruce Willis called Sixteen Blocks. Have I thought we you were going to go before? go there. I remember yeah. that movie, but I did not see it. And you just want to make cakes, man. I'm just gonna make cakes. <laughs> I'm just gonna make. I just got this idea for cake making, and I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> I love him in that. I didn't see it. That's uh, so good. All right. Come on. What? David Morse also in that. Oh, uh, David Morse. You know great. that guy? Oh. I can never remember his name. Boomer. And I pulled it. Yeah. Yeah, Boomer. Boomer from St. <laughs> Elsewhere. All right. Which one do you want to cast? Boomer. Who would they play? Who would they play? John Hamm, Jacqueline Van Damme, Heather Graham, the boys from Wham. Who would they play? Who would they play? Chris Pratt, Joe Young Dad, Benjamin Bratt, Oliver Platt. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? What if I want to cast most F? That's fine. I, I, can we, we can cast both. them both? Yeah, of course. Right. Okay, okay, great. Good. Um, all right, let's uh, let's do most. Let's do most. Okay. Blake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. That's fine with me. You know. Or spanel. It'd be a great spanel. You think? I do. All right. I definitely do. Okay, either way. I can go either way. Okay. I have very little... Um, yeah, you don't care. Yeah, passion for most deaf. So yeah. I'm like, you know, whatever whatever you think is best, I'm going to go with Fine, it. Fine, racist. I'll, I'll handle that. Let's, let's move, <laughs> move on to David Well, Morse. which one is it then? Oh, Blake. Blake, okay, for sure. fine. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. All right, most deaf, Blake. Yeah. Good. You've seen his watch. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen his motherfucking watch. <laughs> I love most deaf. All right, cool. Okay. All right, David Morse. David Morse. Great character actor, been around for a long time. I mean, time. the number of credits on this guy. Oh my gosh, the IMDb list has got to be it's, it's massive. insane. Yeah, it's insane. Really great, and he's and he's like really good. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's really good, very intense. He's really handsome. Yeah, he he he's he's been good guys, bad guys. It always works. He's got this like quiet strength. You know what I mean? Quiet he, strength. He yeah he does really good yeah he sits with it there's a genteelness on the surface and then you you can sense the bubbling yeah yeah when yeah, he yeah. needs to call fire it fire underneath yeah he's very good he is good he's very good <laughs> he's good he was great on Saint Elsewhere oh he was oh, really terrific I mean well, that whole show was yeah, great really but, great yeah, he, yeah they were all great yeah all right so what do you, what do we what do you do um what do we do what do you do oh you know what I would do go ahead uh I would do a Balin. A Balin. My only hesitation, and I'm sure you know what it is already, is we're not using Morse to his full effect. I know. But he has often played cops. Yeah, big tough and guy. And often played them very well. Yeah. So and I'm not opposed. What do you want? You want what? Yeah. You know, he'd I be mean, great. he'd be great. He'd be great. Piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Just staring you down. That's right. Yeah. All right. Balin. All right. We never cast Balin. I know, that's it's weird. It's a lonely corral. Well, let's get him in there then. used to then. be full of ball players. <laughs> we got to remember to cast Balin. We got to start throwing some ball players we, in the corral right. with Morse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to be lonely. All yeah. right. All right, cool. Um, all the money in my pocket, okay. buddy. Oh, this, is this, this is a good one. This is a good one. one. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm so ready. I'm confident all right. that the money will stay in my pocket. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go contact Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's real nice. I'm going to go. That's real nice. And he's the father and he's the he's worst the part of that movie. That's right. That's exactly right. And he's yeah. still great. Yeah. He's yeah. great. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, the Green Mile. <laughs> two for two. He's two for two, guys. <laughs> he's two for two. Holy shit. Uh, I'm One of the go... uh, asshole prison guards. 
No, they're the they're, they're good guys in the the prison guards. Are the good guys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's one asshole prison guard. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was. He's one of the misremembering. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with The Rock. Ooh, great guess. Oh, not wrong. on the list. Oh, there's another one I'm thinking of. He did that great was like, guess though. That was like Rear Window remake kind of oh. with Lily Sobieski. It was also like not on the Suspiria list. or something like that. I'll watch know. anything with that Sobieski. <laughs> All right. What are the other two? Well, uh, one is the uh, Brad Pitt zombie movie, World War Z, oh. which I don't even remember David Morrison. I didn't see it. But I guess this is probably one of those highest grossing of his well, most body popular, of work. Yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. Um, and then... <coughs> The Hurt Locker, which he was oh, incredibly good I don't in. remember him being that in that either. Oh, he was so good in that. Wow. That whole movie, I think, was fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty great. All right. So there you go. That was fun. You get to keep all your money in your pocket. David Morse. Love him. And we get to shine some light on a great career. That's right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, what did I, did I wrap up all the Guardian, not Guardian, Hitchhiker's Guide stuff? Yeah, you did that one. Okay. There's more to say, though. <laughs> I mean, there's always more to say, right? Sure, sure there is. <laughs> always. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm hearing you loud and clear, buddy. What? I'm moving on. What? I'm censoring. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm omitting. Don't censor yourself. The works of Lewis Carroll, who uh-huh. was a mathematician, made repeated use of 42 in his writings. Huh. Examples of Carroll's use of 42? Alice's Adventures in Wonderland has 42 illustrations. Interesting. The rule 42 in Alice's Adventures in Wonderlands, quote, all persons more than a mile high to leave the court. That's rule 42. All right. More makes, than a mile high. Makes perfect sense. Rule. Well, like, given the context. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, keep those people out of the court. We don't need them here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. too tall. Yeah. Yeah. Too, too tall Jones. <laughs> That's right. Get out of here. <laughs> rule 42 of the code in the preface to the hunting of the snark. How do you like that? Fun. He likes to. He likes Rule Forty Two. He likes calling nice. him out. He likes having. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, in the fit, the first of the hunting of the snark, the baker had forty-two boxes, all carefully packed. Unquote, with his name painted clearly on each. Oh well, that's a good practice. Clearly painting your names and pr- on your forty-two carefully boxes. Carefully packing them and painting your name on it carefully. That's good. <laughs> it, is, it is good. Yeah. It's just sensible. It really is. You're going to have to deal with it on the other end. Exactly. Pack it up nice. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the White Queen announces her age as 101, five months and a day, which, if the best possible date is assumed for each of the actions through the looking glass, gives a total of 37,044 days. If the Red Queen, as part of the same chess set, is regarded as the same age, their combined age is 74,088 days, or 42 times 42 times 42. That's crazy. It is crazy. Wow. Days. Man. Days of these bitches being born. He could have just made up random numbers, but he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He thought that out very carefully. He did. That's crazy. It's super crazy. (laughs) It's almost madness. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to music. Level 42 is an English pop rock musical group. Oh, okay. Or outfit, if you're so inclined. I like to call those guys an outfit. Sure. Go for it. What's this outfit's name? Uh, 42 is one of the tracks on Coldplay's 2008 album, Viva La Vida, or Death and All His Friends. Ah, okay. What a clunky album title. (laughs) Fucking hate Coldplay. I hate you, Coldplay. You hear me? I'm coming for you. 
<laughs> 42 is a song from Mumford and Sons 2018 album Delta. Oh, all right. Mumford. Delta. All about Delta Burke. Oh, is that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mumford. Do you know the Mumford and Sons? I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like to say I Mumford. I think you might like it. Mumford is fun to say. Mumford. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, I guess. Yeah, it is. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me on this. I know. I'm going to have to because I, I can't from, feel the fun myself when I, I say I know it. from Mumford. Yes. And I know from fun. That you don't. <laughs> this guy doesn't know fun. Long-standing rule. Rule 42 on this podcast. <laughs> this guy doesn't know fun. Oh, boy. <coughs> 42 is a song written and produced by hip-hop and record production trio Three Racha. Ah, Three Racha. Consists of members Bang Chan, Han Swing... And C.O. Changbin oh. of the popular K-pop group, Stray Kids. <laughs> That's the one thing you don't want coming to your door for food. Stray Kids. <laughs> stray, kids. stray Cat, I can handle. I don't want no Stray Kids <laughs> right, coming yeah, up. Stray Kids, get out of here. That's Kid, right. you bother Come me. On. That's right. A lyric in this song states, why do we live? What's the purpose? Is it 42? Directly Clearly. referencing the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Clearly it is. Yeah. Um, moving on to television and film, The Kumars at number 42 is a television series. Obviously not an American television series. No, I never heard of it. Me neither. 42 is an episode of Doctor Who set in real time, lasting approximately 42 minutes. Oh, that's fun. I like those. Yeah. I like the unities. I like when they're adhered to. Right. Um, on the game show Jeopardy, Watson, the IBM super, supercomputer has 42 threads in its avatar. 42 threads. Threads. And it's Avatar. Yeah, I guess you'd have to see the av- Avatar to know. Oh. Um, threads and it's avatar. I don't get it. It's You have to see the Avatar to know. Oh, oh is I what see. I was trying okay, to tell you. Gotcha. All right, never mind then. <laughs> well, look it up on your own time. I will. Don't be mad at me. I'm not. I'm not Just fine. do a little of your own work. I, I, <laughs> Christ's sake. <laughs> 42 is a film on the, on the life of the American baseball player Jackie Robinson. That's right. Are we to your fucking thing yet? Not yet. Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Captain Harlock is sometimes seen wearing clothing with the number 42 on it. Who's Captain Harlock? Captain Harlock. Well, by an anime show of the same name. Oh, okay. Captain Harlock. He's a fictional character. Gotcha. Uh, the space pirate Captain Harlock. <laughs> okay. You're going to want to get on board with Harlock. You want to <laughs> laugh at Harlock. No. Don't laugh at Harlow. No. Space Captain, no way. In Stargate Atlantis Season 4, Quarantine, Colonel Shepard states that Dr. McKay's password ends in 42 because, quote, it's the ultimate answer to the great question of life. There you go. Douglas Adams again. It's pervasive. People are just constantly referencing it. Yeah. People grew up loving it. Right. 42 is meaningful to them. In video games, 42 Entertainment is the company responsible for several alternate reality games, including I Love Bees and Year Zero. <laughs> I've not uh, played I Love Bees. Also, why so serious? It's another one of their games. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? Why so serious? Yeah, why so serious? Oh, interesting. Um, Tokyo 42 is a video game released in 2017. No, oh, I don't know that Okay. One. Squadron 42 is a video game set in, star, in the Star Citizen universe. With an unspecified release date. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Um, yeah, these, keep these looking games, forward they're to fluid, that. they ebb and flow, they That's come right. out, they don't, <laughs> who knows. Right. In Rockefeller Center in New York City, there are a total of 42 elevators and five separate banks. Huh. 
which carry tenants and visitors to the 60 floors. Okay. 66 floors, excuse oh. me. All right. 42 is the historical country calling code for the former country of Czechoslovakia. Oh, yeah. There are 42 gallons in a barrel of oil. Huh, I didn't know that. 42 gallons in a that's barrel. That's why it's the end all be all of life and everything. <laughs> that's right. Because that's how much a fucking barrel of oil is. That's right. God damn it, I'm salty. What? <laughs> I hate everything. Tower 42 is a sky- skyscraper in the city of London, formerly known as the Nat West Tower. Oh, all right. That's interesting. Yeah. In New York City, 42nd Street is a main and very popular two-way through O'Fair. That's through O'Fair. Through O'Fair, yeah. 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 Landmarks on it include, you want to throw a few out at me? You're oh, New York savvy. Sh- sure. Chrysler Building. Oh, is that on 42nd? Grand Central Terminal. Yeah, Grand Central's on 42nd. Uh, you got, uh, you know, there's uh, there's the Port Authority is on 42nd Street. That's <laughs> uh, really on... Uh, it's not, it's not listed it's here. It's one of the, the Manhattan things. Plaza parking garage where I like to park. <laughs> Jesus. Is on 42nd Street. What are you talking parking garages for? Right around a corner on uh, 9th Avenue, there's an Auntie Anne's. Landmarks. There's a TD Bank. Let's look up landmarks. <laughs> oh, there's Jesus. the, uh, okay, here you go. There's the um, <coughs> the, the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum is oh, on 42nd okay. Street. Okay, not listed here, but definitely a landmark. Good. I'd go with that. Okay, there's a there's a number of theaters on 42, actually. Times Square. Two, two theaters, Times Square runs. The New York Public Library yeah. is also Oh, yeah, that's Street. true, it is. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pfizer headquarters is on 42nd Street. Headquarters of the United Nations also sits at the end of that street. Oh, okay. There you go. See, there's lots of stuff there. What? You said Pfizer? Pfizer, yeah, the drug company. Their headquarters is on 42nd Street. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the New York City Street is also the setting for a movie by the same name, which also gave fame to its eponymous title and song. Yep. And which later inspired a musical adaptation. That's right. 42nd Street. Yeah. Um, 42 is the inspiration for the name of the 42 Center of Excellence for Artificial Intelligence based in Vienna, Austria. Huh. Now, wouldn't you like to go there? Yeah. Wouldn't you like to visit that? I'm sure we could take Grace with us and she could see all these other AI. Guys. Kind of like. Do we have a machine for you? (laughs) She could interface with some of them, you know, and hang out for a while. That'd Uh be fun. uh Yeah. Yeah. Interface and chill. (laughs) I like it. Let's get Grace some action. (laughs) Some AI action. (laughs) Right? That's right. Yeah. 42 is the name of the private computer science school with campuses located in Paris, France, and Fremont, California. Oh, those are two places that I wouldn't guess would be connected by the same thing. Private computer science school? <laughs> yeah, that just seemed like... I guess I guess that would be like maybe it's in Silicon Valley, so yeah, that exactly. would make sense. Yeah, okay. computer science. All right, fine. Also, but the Paris, France, not so much. Yeah, that's really more of an that. art place, you know. <clears throat> yeah, they don't seem to be on the cutting edge right. of computer science. 42 in Chinese reads sea air. Sea air. I love Which is very close air. to a she air. <laughs> and that means yes. Oh. <laughs> well, it means death in one language and yes in another. Yes in another. That's interesting. Death, yes. <laughs> it was once popular among young Chinese to send 42 in a short message, which stands for yes. Oh, that's fun. See. I'm going to start responding to people. 42? Yeah. When they ask me a question over a text, I'm just going to write back 42. Let me know how that works out. I will. That's going to be fun. They're going to be so confused. I'm already confused <laughs> as to why you'd want to do that. 
No, I mean you and I could do it because we know. Yeah, but it's fun. You gotta ha- you gotta send the key along with the code. Buddy. Guy doesn't know what fun is. <laughs> Guy doesn't know fun. <laughs> Uh, again, Jackie Robinson. Now his number is retired, right? Right. 42. Everybody wears it on the, the only number retired by all of Major League Baseball. Right, right. And they all. The... Sorry. Go ahead. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. Do you want to just say it? No, you go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, say it. No, I don't want to no, say no, it. No, no, no. They all. Go ahead. They all what? They all smell. That's all. That's all, <laughs> that's all, that's all I was going to say. They all smell. Yeah. And if I don't, if you don't mind me saying, the dumbest of all the athletes. Who is? Baseball players. Oh, well. That's the dumbest sport. To call them athletes is generous. Fair. For sure. But, they, but most people consider them athletes. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of dumb in the MLB. Are they dumber than NASCAR racers? I'm not, I mean, I'm talking the four majors. Oh, okay. I'm talking the four majors. Well, hockey. I'd even go out into tennis and golf and <laughs> still, I, I put baseball as the dumbest. Really? Per ahead, capita? Ahead of hockey? Yeah, totally. Huh. Take off, eh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't follow know. hockey closely enough to know I don't how either. intelligent or unintelligent those right. guys are. Right. It doesn't seem like a sport where you'd have to be all that smart, but maybe I'm maybe I'm <laughs> underestimating but hockey. Y- y- your mind's you know? got to go quick, at least. Yeah, for We sure. know that. Yeah. You have to be quick you do. as a hockey player. That's right. Reflexes and thoughts. Right. right. Both. Same right. with basketball. Same with football. What about baseball? You don't think they're making split-second decisions? No. No. <laughs> I think they have eons to consider their next move at every turn. That's true. <laughs> the guy hits the ball to me. I'm either going to throw it to first or to second. <laughs> and you get every, literally on the professional level, you still get guys saying where the play is supposed to go. Right, right, right. This right, one right. goes to first. Two outs. How many outs there right, are. Right. And they they still... can't keep track of three things. <laughs> and they still screw it up from yeah, time to time. Totally. Yeah. Guy throws the ball in the stands after the second out. Duh. <laughs> Can I get that ball back? <laughs> Sorry. It was only two. I thought I had three. It's only two. <laughs> All right. I'll go with you. Thank you. I'll go with it. You will? Base. Yeah, sure. All right. Baseball. Dumb. <laughs> Although the number was retired in 97, Mariano Nano Rivera of the New York Yankees, the last professional baseball player to wear 42, continued to wear it until he retired at the end of the 2013 season. Yeah. See, that's just disrespectful. It's such a Yankee guy thing to do. Right. right? It's, 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 uh, but I was already wearing Entitlement. It. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know, George Steinbrenner was like, oh, I think we can make an exception for our guys. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the Yankees here. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> It's my number. <laughs> like you really? You won't just be like, yeah, you know, for the cause. Exactly. Yeah. I'll put on forty one. For Jackie and anything. the rest. Of, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As of the twenty fourteen season, no player will ever again wear the number forty two in a major league baseball game, except on Jackie Robinson Day, April fifteenth, for those of you interested. Um, when all uniformed personnel will be wearing the number forty two. We've seen this a bunch already, yeah. and it's pretty it's cool. Great. It's really great. Yeah. yeah. I really like it. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Um, if you had to pick other numbers to be retired league-wide in other sports, what would you do? It's tough. It, you know? it is tough. It is tough. Um, it is tough. Because it's not... Like, Jackie Robinson was not only a great player, but he opened the door... Exactly. ...to, you know, the world. This is your Bill Russell, if you ask me. Yeah. If you ask me. But there were other black ball players besides Bill Russell, right? I mean, he was not the first. He was the first one to play and coach and be dominant. Yeah. And I think he opened the door to other black guys coaching. 
yeah and moving up in the in the league and in the world and as leaders on the team yeah. and so forth yeah and he wasn't he was he was an early african-american ball player like sure. there weren't many before him right right there was a few right yeah but uh i don't know so i say no one wears six get on board <laughs> <laughs> How dare you for even this what? is Bill Russell we're talking about. I know. About. I know I'm not I, I'm This guy's on the cutting edge of activism for the last fifty years. What have you done? You're begrudging <laughs> him the six? You can't retire his number? For Bill Russell. Well he wasn't in first black guy. <laughs> I mean I get it. <laughs> I mean, he's like super awesome and dominant and really blazed a path for other black athletes in, in several other sports, but <laughs> Now, let's just hold off. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. You will do it? I'll do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. What about in football? You got a football recommendation? No, I don't. Who Like Jim Brown? I would say maybe Jim Brown. Yeah, maybe Jim what Brown. What was he, 34? Uh, something. Also, Sweetness is another guy you might consider. Yeah. Retiring yeah. forever and ever. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's tough. It's a tough call. It really is. That's <laughs> but why you I, love it. You love the Jackie Robinson. Version. Yeah, yeah, okay. I do because it was it was a clear. There was a, a color barrier. They had a Negro League and they had a white person's league. Sure, sure. And he broke that barrier. Sure. To me, that's as, as did Bill Russell. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> uh, there are that 42 is the number of laws of cricket. Oh, did yeah, not know that. I didn't either. Huh. Well, that was a wicked googly. <laughs> I don't know what the laws are. I have no idea. I don't know what the rules no, are. No, they're crazy. I don't know what the laws yeah, are. No one does. I don't know which direction to face. No, that's right. That's all. Nobody it's knows. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Rule 42 is the historic name of the Gaelic Athletic Association rule, now codified in Rule 5.1 and Rule 44, that in practice prohibits the playing of foreign sports, generally association football and rugby. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the Gaelic Athletic Association is like, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> you will not be playing any association football. <laughs> not around here. No. And we're Gaelic. <laughs> so rugby is totally off yeah. topic. Yeah. I don't want to be in a scrum with anybody. No. no. I don't want to have anything it's to do too, with it. Too many, yeah, too, too too many proximity yeah. issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that touching? No. No way. <laughs> Uh, 42 was worn by the aforementioned Jackie Robinson and the aforementioned Mariano Rivera. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Ronnie Lott, Bruce Souter, Pat Tillman, Mo Vaughn, and Sid Luckman. Oh. All very famous 42s. Those are famous 42s. <laughs> you got something for me, buddy? <laughs> well, are you, are you done with the famous 42s outside of basketball? I am now, yeah. Well, I'm surprised you didn't mention probably the greatest 42 to ever Don the number other than Jackie Robinson. I'm surprised too. I do exhaustive research on this segment. I know, I know what, you do. What, so I'm so what do you got? What I actually woke What did I up. miss? I awoke like from a slumber, uh-huh. like in a cold sweat, thinking of this guy. And I was like, I think he wore 42. I think this is coming up. I have to check it. Okay. And so when I got here, I double checked to make sure that he was 42. Great. And sure enough, great. Here it is. All right. The wonderful. Uh-huh. <laughs> The p- former pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, he pitched for the Phillies from 1984 till 1990. Lefty, number 42, Don Carmen. What what on earth? Don is Carmen. What on earth, is ladies happening? and gentlemen? All right, you don't remember Don Carmen? Let me run you through the other ball players I talked about. <laughs> okay, Jackie Robinson. Yep, Mariano Rivera. Uh-huh. Arguably the greatest closer to ever play. 
and Jackie Robinson, arguably the the most important ball player ever. Right. Ronnie right. Lott, cut my finger off. I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> right. I may be the best that's safety right. that right. ever played. That's right, yeah. Bruce Suter, uh-huh. uh, my beard is unparalleled, and I'm fantastically talented. <laughs> Pat Tillman, Pat Friendly Fire Tillman is the only one that... <laughs> That maybe comes close to this Jamoke, whoever the fuck this guy is. Don Carmen. No one ever heard of this guy. No one ever heard of Don Carmen. Mo Vaughn, Sid Luckman. Are you kidding me? Why are you? How are you mentioning Don Carmen in the same breath as these people? Do you want to hear some stats? Some Don Carmen stats? No. <laughs> Why would I? What? In 19... What is this unnecessary usurping of my segment? 1985, he went 9-4 and four with a 208 ERA and seven saves. In... He finished 33 huh? games what? that year. Huh? What? What's going on? Are you speaking? Don Carmen. <laughs> okay. The following year, in 86, he went 10-5 and five with a 3-2-2 ERA, two complete games, one shutout, and one save in 134 innings. Why are you doing this to me, Bill? <laughs> Why are you doing this at all? And I once met Don Carmen. You, because you met him. That's right. Came in, I was working in a store in the mall when I was 17 or 18. Don Carmen comes in. No one would have recognized Don Carmen. That whole mall. He went through the whole mall with his wife. Nobody recognized him. He came in. What I say? I said, hey, I know you. Sir. You're Don Carmen. Will you sign something for me? Will you sign a piece of paper for me, please? Sir. And he did. And he did. And he bought something in a shop. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I... I thank you to see your way out of my segment. <laughs> this is this is highly inappropriate. <laughs> this is Don Carmen. I don't I don't jump in in the middle of a jingle. <laughs> start talking shit about a guy no one cares about. <laughs> that never happens. Forty two though. He's number forty two. Yeah, but he wore forty two. You for, got to pick and years. choose, or this segment goes on for days. <laughs> I pick and choose a Don Carmen not making my cut. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, okay. What did he play for six seasons? Well, I mean, you know, he was uh, he was a left-hander. He uh, pitched for the Phillies. Old Southpaw, was he? Yeah, that's okay, right. great. Yeah. I mean, those teams weren't very good in the late 80s, to be fair. They were terrible. They were not great. They were terrible. But I loved them. Even more I glad you brought it up. <laughs> I loved those teams, and I loved Don Carmen. Great. And that's I'm sticking to that. And, and I have this sticky note with his name on it. And his number that 42. you keep sticking and unsticking like a like a nervous teenager. What do you would you just put it down? <laughs> put that post it down. <laughs> post it's up for closers. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. Anyway, all right, good. Because I already gave my yeah, and just as quickly we'll all forget that name. <laughs> Don who? Carmen. Don, Don Carmen. Carmen. Okay, great. Are you happy? I am. I we feel, can move on. Yeah. Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you met him, you would feel differently. Yeah, I still don't know if he'd make the segment, though. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I mean? I'd put him appropriately in his place, historically speaking. You understand? Okay. You understand what I mean by that? Yeah. yeah. Appropriate. I do, I do. Right? Yes. (laughs) Well, Bill, moving on Uh to players worth a damn. Um 163 players have worn the number 42 in my beloved right. association. Up from 41, slightly. Slightly up from 41. Yep. That's right. I think we're going we're gonna to peak and then we're going to dip again okay. pretty significantly. All right. Once we get into the 50s. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of white chocolate, I don't know. I don't even know. Nothing comes to mind in the 50s. Yeah, that's a tough one. House fire. 
white right. chocolate. Yeah, there's not many. Yeah, there isn't. There's not a lot of good going on in the no. <laughs> Hold steady, people. We're not going to be talking about the greats for much longer. Speaking of the greats, Mark Akers. <laughs> or number 42. Wow, okay. Yeah. And you you talk shit about Don Boston Carmen. Celtic, Mark Akers. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, people know Mark Akers. <laughs> People don't know Don Carmen. <laughs> You'll see. They're going to be riding in in droves, thanking me for bringing Don Carmen back to the fore. <laughs> Poor Don Carmen. I would like some research for next week, maybe. Maybe a housekeeping uh-huh. about what Don Carmen is up to these days. Okay. Could we'll you, could you get out. that done? Maybe. Since you wasted our time. <laughs> Oh, so you Maybe waste, you continue. You want to waste more to waste our time. Okay, gotcha. until such time as it becomes a segment that we all like. <laughs> That's how these things work. <laughs> it's a waste of time. Why? Because <laughs> soon it will be a segment. <laughs> It'll have its own Don Carmen jingle. <laughs> the Don Carmen update. I'm I'm in. I'm in on that. We're we'll spending an hour talking about Don Carmen every week. I love it. I love it too. All right. Um, my man, trick or treat, Tony Allen. Oh yeah, the, another great Boston Celtic. Yeah, yeah, forty-two. <clears throat> a third great Boston Celtic to round out the top three. Jeez. Vin Baker, the slam dunk maker, uh-huh. <laughs> member of the uh, former member of the Corral for Balin. That's right. Vin, Vin Baker. Baker was also in the Corral. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, hell of an audition out of that guy. Uh, really I mean, read it well. He's the slam dunk maker. He is the slam dunk maker. Come on. It's true. It was the slam yeah. dunk audition. He's Yeah. After that, they called him Vin Baker the get in the goddamn room maker. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> they did. Uh, Greg Ballard. Do you remember Mr. Greg Ballard? No. Played in the late 90s, early aughts. No, it's not coming to mind. Washington Bullets, I want to say. Oh. Uh, Elton... Chief Beef Brand. <laughs> Current general manager of the Philadelphia Current 76ers. Current GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. That's right. Um, always knew he would be an office guy. Seemed yeah. like an office guy even when he was playing power forward. <laughs> like, maybe just go ahead and head on up there right now. What do you say? <laughs> he had some really good years, though. Yeah, he no, was, he did. He, he he did. Really I don't good, mean yeah. to disparage, but they yeah. were few and far between. They were. He, he was a bit of a... I don't know. He's got had a lot of injuries, and then he got yeah. out of shape. He and was, then a that was kind of laid up of a lot. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he was never like a quick or athletic guy. Yeah, yeah. not not at all. Right. But a lot of skills. Yeah. A lot of fundamental skills. Yep. Uh, P.J. Brown. Speaking of the fundamentals, oh, yeah, right? Sure. Right. Um, Chris, the Mad Bomber Ford. Oh wow! For the the greatest American sports franchise <laughs> in history, the Boston Celtics. You know, uh, Chris Ford was the first player ever to hit a three pointer. Is that right? I Did didn't you know, know that. that? No, yeah. I didn't know Mad that. Mad bomber. How about that? Yeah. All right. On a team full of guys who shot the three pretty well. Larry Bird among them. Yeah. Chris Ford was the first one to do it. And he uh, he went on to coach years later, right? He was yeah, the, he coached the, the coach. Celtics in yeah. um, in some very important games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after the Casey Jones era. Chris Ford right. just moved on up with his mustache. Right. <laughs> and his male pattern baldness. And his Oh God, I love it! Uh, Connie the Hawk Hawkins, oh. the great Hall of Famer Connie Hawkins. Yeah, uh, Spencer Driftwood Haywood. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh I loved Spencer Haywood. Yeah, I like the idea of Spencer Haywood right. more than actual Spencer Haywood. Yeah, yeah, I you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. Um, Big Al Horford now ah. now a member of the. That's right. He still wears forty two. He does yeah, still wear right. forty two yeah. um, because his dad Tito Horford wore forty two. Oh, that's when nice. he played in the league. Yeah. That's cool. 
And his name is Tito, which is fun. Tito! <laughs> How do you not just instantly love a guy named Tito? Right? Yeah, you, you know? have to. Yeah. You have to. You have no choice. Tito Horford? Come on. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Be my friend, Tito. Please be my friend. I need a friend named Tito. Just saying. I love your vodka, Tito. I have a vacancy the in the Tito friend area. <laughs> just wondering if you could fill that. And yeah, boy, the vodka is top notch, there you go. if you ask me. Um, Larry Special K Christowiak. Oh. Larry Christowiak. Oh, yeah. What is that? He's making you nauseous. He was just like... Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, All he the was. things you're about to exactly. say, he was yeah, all he those was things. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, the Enigma David Lee. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he was an Enigma. Super enigma- enigmatic. He like uh, he was he appeared good to the eye. Yeah. Then he was always a negative thirty at the end of the game. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> right. What? Yeah, but he was out there doing everything. Why are you a minus like. thirty? Yeah. Rebounder? And why did you have twelve rebounds and sixteen points? Yeah, it was really weird. He's such an enigma. Yeah. But he never helped any team he was on, even right. though he seemed to be helping them. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um. Even after he won a world championship with the. Warriors, they were like, no thanks. <laughs> We'd buddy. rather have this thirty-nine-year-old dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So weird. Robin Lopez. Oh, of sure. The Lopez brothers. Yeah. Kevin Love. Oh. It goes forty-two all day, every day. All right. The great Sam Mitchell. You remember Sam oh, Mitchell? Oh yeah. Right. He was fantastic. Talk about a glue guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Sam Mitchell. Morris Mo Pete Peterson. Oh Mo Pete. Mo Pete. Yeah. Say it with me. Mo Pete. Mo Pete. Mo Pete. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Accent on the Pete. Mo Pete. Mo Pete. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like how your breathing seems super labored. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Pete. Takes a lot of effort to get the Mo Pete. You're like James Gandolfini in a close up. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that guy's breathing. He was so obviously breathing hard. Uh, Theophilus Theo Ratliff. Oh, I loved Theo Ratliff. You did love Theo yeah. Ratliff, right? When they traded him, it was like such a hard thing because we got Matombo in return, yeah. but we had to give up Theo Ratliff. It was no, a, no, no, no. I know. No, no. It was tough. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's an upgrade. It is, That's for sure. Upgrade, yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Um, Riles. Pat Riley wore oh. 42 when he played. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I like them apples. That's good. Dwayne Shintzius. Oh, jeez. The mullet himself. <laughs> <laughs> you say, oh, jeez, like he hasn't brought you so much joy. He has. You're right. Come I should on. be grateful for You should Shintzius. be. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <coughs> it's just like meeting Kelly Olenek in an airport. Same thing if you see Shintzius. I guess that's true. Right? Yeah. I might rather see Shintzius. You might. Yeah. I might. Yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse. Hey. Famously wore 42. Another former Sixer. Nate the Great Thurman. Oh. You don't want to fuck with Nate Thurman. No, you don't. That is a dude. <laughs> Who would, you just want, yeah, I, don't want to know, I would just be like, I'm not even going to look at this guy. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't want to box him out. I don't want to have to try to box him out. I just, <laughs> I just don't want Nate Thurman to have any problems with me at all. Uh, Kermit Washington. Oh, there's a great Kermit, player. Yeah, right? Yeah. Super talented scorer. Yep. Bonzi Wells. Oh, Bonzi Do you remember old Bonzi? Oh, he was a lot of fun. Hey. <laughs> The Bonds. <laughs> yeah, he was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. he was. He really was. Uh, Kevin Lil Hans Willis. Oh, remember wow. Kevin Lil Hans Willis? Kevin Willis was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome. I mean, yeah, no, he was not much of an offensive it's, it player. Seems but like Don Casper or whatever the fuck. Carmen, Don Carmen. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, but Kevin Willis was like he was uh, for a couple years there. He was leading the league in rebounding every season. 
He was a great rebounder. Yeah. Sure. Not much of an offensive player, but nah, he was a great nah, rebounder. He had tiny little hands, too. It was crazy. <laughs> really freaked me out. Like, why? You can't palm the ball. You're six foot nine. Well, how can you not palm a basketball? And he was like super muscular. He was like a big bad dude. Yeah, very muscular. Yeah, yeah. Clearly an overcompensation <laughs> <laughs> for his tiny little hands. <laughs> <coughs> Mike Woodson. Oh, okay. In his playing days, more 42. Cool. And finally, last but definitely not least, Don Carmen. I hate you. <laughs> just I'm, I'm about I'm setting it up. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say come on? <laughs> You're gonna break my momentum. I'm. I said last but not least. You want to throw this guy at me, <laughs> Don Carmen? <laughs> Fucking hell, man! You not only do you hurt me, you hurt James Worthy. Oh, James Worthy. You hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with that. No. You should not be. Why are you all right hurting James Worthy? <laughs> this is just an abomination. <laughs> what? Why are you okay with no, this? No, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm not here to Especially hurt anybody. Especially James J. Dub Worthy, I yeah, would think. I don't want to hurt anybody. No. You know what, man? What? <laughs> I can't believe a word of this. What? what are you talking about? I feel like you want to hurt James Worthy. I don't want to hurt James Worthy. Well, you did it. He had the fastest first step in basketball. Quick first step. Right? Great on the break. Yeah. Flying on the wing. Right? And then he became a good shooter. Getting and he no was looks like, from magic. Just yeah. fucking finishing like a fuck. Just, and then he became a shooter and no one could stop him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a turnaround fade that you couldn't stop. Yep. He's, he had that quick spin move in the post. Yep. He's on the other side of the room before you know which, which end is up. And goggles. And the Googles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, that's the whole package as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's right. Right? Yeah. Get this guy some goggles. That's right. Yeah. But there you go. James Worthy. Fantastic. Thanks for taking the air out of my sails right before we cross the finish line. <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks for giving me a little match foot. Give me a little, <laughs> give me a little hot foot right as I'm about to make the big speech. <laughs> You just you, you, you fucking you fucked it all up. I'm sorry, James Worthy. I'm sorry. I hadn't thought of a you hot foot in a long time. You, you didn't deserve that. I don't even want to. I mean, whatever. Whatever what? you want to do now is fine with me. You're not going to participate in the rest of the no, show. Between at all? Carmen and and interrupting the momentum building for Worthy, I'm out. What? I'm done with you. Well, should we just go home then? I, well, I mean, we we owe it to the. I mean, is that really on the table? Because I, I will take you up on that. <laughs> no, I, I think I might should. call your bluff here on this. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, let's go home. <laughs> I suppose we owe it to the uh, listener uh, to have a PDD. I, I had a feeling you were going to... I can't believe you did this. <laughs> what are you talking Maybe the PDB will get me back. I hope so. I hope so, too. Enjoy this. All right. All right, I'm back. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's the spirit. All right. And we, you know, we, we've had these very exciting, very um, emotional scenes recently. You're right. Recently, it's been a bit of an emotional trial. Yeah, a bit of a roller coaster. Indeed. And uh, we may have another one today. I don't know, but we're going to check what? in. We're going to check in with Shelly and the gang of escapees. Oh, yeah. See how when they're making out. When last we met them, they were... They were still in El Ducto. El Ducto. Trying to but get out. nearing an escape. That's seems. right. They were getting closer. Yeah. That they had stopped to rest and and poor Ramon, you know, had his legs chopped off. He sure. couldn't, yeah. couldn't uh there were two things he couldn't do. I can't remember what they were. But. Uh, yeah, they slipped my mind too. It was definitely two things though. Yeah. 
Something about um, yeah. something to do with Betty White. I can't remember <laughs> what, what they were. But there were two things he couldn't do. Laline <laughs> and Betty White. <laughs> She's just in that wheelchair with him, <laughs> sitting on his lap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Betty, don't you know I can't do that no more? You got everything. I got nothing. Get off of me. You're just a tease, Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, and then they were making their way towards the towards the, a hopeful exit, and we'll see where they wind up today. Can't wait. Gentlemen and woman, this is it. The final threshold. Once we exit through this hatch, there shall be no further impediment to our deliverance. <laughs> we did it. Let's go, fools. How excited. Gracias, adios. Once on the other side, we each go our own way. I just want to tell you all it's been an honor escaping with you. Good luck. TBD, open the hatch with gusto. <laughs> I don't fucking believe it. We did it. We're out. Great escape machine. Oh, thanks, TBD. It was great. It was so fucking great. Was it? I mean, was it really? Mm. I gotta tell you, I'm sure gonna miss you fellas. Oh, we're going to miss you too, Shelly. Grab him. Hey, what is this? What the fuck are you guys doing? Sorry about this machine. It's nothing personal, you understand. Let me go. What, what's going on? I'm afraid it's the end of the line for you, Shell. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. What are you getting at? Well, I'm saying this, Shelly. What's the one thing we know about our friend, the machine? That boy got a big mouth. That's right. Muy grande. And we simply can't run the risk of you flapping your gums again. And landing us back in the clink. You see? You gave me up once, Shell. What's to keep you from doing it again? Are you nuts? I'm gonna close for you. How can you delude yourself? Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what are you doing? I'm going to take this shiv and open up your belly. Then we're going to throw you back down that hatch and close it. Like a coffin. You don't want to do that. Oh, but I do. You fucking assholes. Hands up. Anybody moves, you're dead. What is this? You ain't cops. Get that gun out of my face, you brute. Shut up. Drop the knife. Step away from the old man. Who are you, motherfuckers? Get in the van, Levine. No, I'd really rather not. Don't make me hit you. I see you're interested in kidnapping. I used to kidnap people myself. Many years. Musky with... Get him in the van. Thank you very much. Okay, move out. Well, that happened. Hey, man, who were those guys? Who cares? He's not our problem anymore. But we're obviously not in the clear yet. 
All of you, scatter. Wowie. Whoa. <laughs> Lots to unpack here. Yeah. A lot going on. That was mysterious also. Yeah. To say the least. Right? Yeah. Uh, some band of foreign terrorists took Shelly in a van? Saved Shelly from, uh, I don't know if it was the fry, fire to the frying pan or what. It just right. seems like both were not great. But <laughs> Right, right, yeah. At yeah. least one, he's still alive. That's a good point. He's right? still alive. That's yeah. crazy. Because Graf was about to do him in. That's right. Man. Like a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> the giraffe. The giraffe. Well, you know, go across the street. You don't know what kind of people are over there. So true. Yep. All right, let's do it from the top. <sighs> if we have to. Just like the way we do Betty White. You all. <laughs> from, from the top. Oh, see, no, we, <laughs> that's reverse from how I start. <laughs> we should have we should have been more communicative about how we approach that. <laughs> all right, so they're, they're running through El Ducto, and they come to like sort of a dead end, and Graf holds up his hands and like makes this sort of a big announcement, you right. know, gentleman and woman. Yes. This is it, the final threshold. We go through this hatch like above their heads and they're out uh, and there's no further impediment to their deliverance. Right. And Colorf- I, colorful language there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's excited. You know, well, they're ready to get out of there. the precipice of freedom. That's right. Yeah. So Graf tells them once they get on the other side, everybody goes their own way. I just want to tell you, it's been an honor escaping with you. And then he tells TBD to open the hatch. Yeah. Which he does with gusto. With gusto. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Why is that crazy? uh, This guy playing TBD has never been better. (laughs) Is all I mean by that. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. He's had some great moments before, too. Some super great moments. Yeah. But. He's really hitting his stride. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. I hope we don't lose TBD at this point. What? Because, well, I mean, it seems like... How could you? I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they're scattering. Who knows what's going to happen to these people? Well, scattering doesn't necessarily mean bad. No. I like to remain hopeful. Sure. That we'll see him again. Yeah. He'll come into play. Maybe. He's pivotal. Is he? Clearly. <laughs> he seems like a side character what to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is not about TBD to you? No. Oh. It's about Shelly. Oh. This is about Shelly. See? Yeah. My interpretation. Different. Oh, I see. Different. Interesting. I have TBD as the main character. Well, this is a very... The in- protagonist. What Grace is doing is very interpretive. Yeah. It's it's not like banging you over the head with things. That's it's right. You can see it in your own way. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cleverly done. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so they open the hatch and they climb up through this metal ladder like they're, you know, climbing out of the sewer kind of up through this hatch. Right. And then they're they're like out in the open, just in this there like it is. big field. The sweet taste of freedom. Yeah. And they're like breathing. Shelly's like breathing in the, the night air. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't fucking believe it. We did it. We made it. That first taste of freedom. Yeah. What must that be like? I don't know. I mean, he must have been locked up for what? Four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be pretty intense. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but but to your point, let's say you're in for a long time. Let's say you're red from uh, Shawshank Redemption. You've been in that, for 30, well, super long. 30 years or something. They let you out. Yeah. What does that feel like? I can't imagine. It's got to be like unnerving on some level, right? Well, yeah, for they, him it you was. You hear a lot of them having trouble adapting back. 
they're institutionalized. Right? My good friend David Strathairn in the firm was he played a prisoner who gets released. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's great. I'm Tom sure. Cruise's brother, you remember? Do you vaguely remember? No? I, How do you forget a stray a Strathairn? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that. I know I saw this movie. One but of it, the best ever. Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. Have we casted my good friend we David Strathairn? Yeah, last, right. last, uh, okay, all right. You don't have to condescend to me about who we've casted. <laughs> I was just asking a question. There was a time when you were like the keeper of the corrals and you could look back and see you know, I'm, all those things. And you know, Look, you hand some things off to the intern, you say, maybe you could keep track of this for a while. <laughs> and then, you know, you don't want to rat him out because, you know, your relationship's already strained, but he hasn't been doing so great. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. So promises were made, you know. Right. We're thinking about ways to discipline. Are we weighing our options? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? That's good. That's good. <laughs> that is that, <Apple> Weingarten. <laughs> All right, so they're out. They're smelling the night air. They're they're a little trepidatious looking around, make sure the coast is clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then TB, TBD offers a congratulations. The protagonist. Right. Great <laughs> escape. Great escape, Shelley. That's right. Great escape machine. Sorry. And Shelly says, thanks. That's weird, right? Because there's that movie, The Great Escape. Yeah, there <laughs> is. So I, you know, I expected Shelly to be like, I liked it. <laughs> you know, I just watched some of that movie last night. It happened to Did be you? on. Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great film. Well, it's a great movie, of course. It really is. Yeah. 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 Super um, fun. Yeah. And very, um, from what I understand, other than like sort of combining some characters, you know, into smaller groups and whatever, so they didn't have a zillion characters and, you know, they... It's very historically accurate. Like I've seen pictures of the uh, the actual tunnels that they escaped in. Okay, and it looks a lot like it did in the movie. Oh, so yeah, it's pretty cool that they did all that. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, nice, nice. So uh, Shelley says, "Oh, thanks, TBD. It was great. It was so fucking great." Yeah, he likes saying that about stuff. Yeah, well, he feels things deeply. You know what I mean? Like he really, <laughs> he really takes it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like Betty White, he takes... Really, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ramon chimes in. Yeah. Because it wasn't so great for him. Not for him. No. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of paid a huge he, price. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of taking a cell with him. That's right. From prison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good That's a good analogy. Oh, thanks, I like that, buddy. taking the cell with him. Yeah. yeah. Still a prisoner. That's prisoner right. of his own body now. That's the thing. Oh, horrifying. Yeah. How does that feel? As a man who was prisoner in his own body. <laughs> How is that? Snapping hamstrings at the table and stuff? How does that feel? Great. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. You know, whatever. You muddle through. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Shelly says, oh, I got to tell you, I'm going to miss all you guys. You know, it's a nice little moment. Right. Right? Yeah. He thinks this is it. We're That's good. the thing. You do something with somebody, you get it successful. It's like, hey, you guys aren't so bad after all. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Graf gets a little sinister here. He says, oh, we're going to miss you too, Shelly. I literally got chills. Yeah? I got chills. Wow. Serious chills. And he says, grab him. Hair on the back of my neck was standing. Right. <laughs> it was. And then uh, uh, TBD and woman grab Shelly yeah. and restrain him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shelly's like struggling to get free. What is this? What the fuck are you guys doing? And they apologize to him. TBD's like, sorry about this machine. Yeah. And woman says it's nothing personal. Right. Not looking good. <laughs> and Graf then announces it's the end of the line for Shelly. Um, and Shelly says, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. What are you getting at? 
which is right out of this confrontation with Williamson. I believe we have heard that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. And Graf says again, very Williamson esque. Well, I'm saying this, Shelley. <laughs> What's the one thing we know about our friend the machine? And TBD points out his tragic flaw, which we all remember from the movie. Uh, right, dude's got a big mouth. That and that he does. Yeah, he does. There's no denying that. No, and everyone, everyone here seems to know it too. Woman says that's right. Ramon says muy grande. They're all, uh, they're all in agreement about the size of Shelley's mouth. Yeah, and Graf is like, look, we can't run the risk of you turning us in again with your big fat mouth. You, you did it to me once. You could do it again. What's to stop you from turning us in? Right. Um, and he makes a good point. I mean, when when push comes to shove, it wasn't even much of a shove that Shelley got <laughs> in the office, and he immediately turned in Moss and Moss. Jerry Graff, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jerry Graff. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the things that makes that moment so poignant is the fact that he's so quick to flip. Right, right. Like, I really believe that, you know? Like, it wasn't even... He didn't. He didn't need to get pushed hardly at all. No, he didn't. What did you do with the leads? Hmm. I sold them. <laughs> yeah. I sold them. He goes Graf. from kiss my ass to just ratting out Moss and being a whimpering pile of right. weakness. Yeah, and the first person he rats out is Graf. He says, "I sold them, Jerry Graf." Right. Even before he goes, Moss. Right. You know. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, and I guess that's because. I don't know why that is. Do you think he had some loyalty to Moss? He was at least momentarily not going to turn him in? There's no question he has no loyalty to Moss. <laughs> doesn't have any loyalty even to his own daughter, who he didn't go to see that day either. Just went into the office. I don't, to, e- I don't even know money. what to make of the daughter anymore. <laughs> I, I just don't know what to make. Yeah. <laughs> you think he was making it all up? Shelly. Shelly. How do you know he Shelley made it up? Loving. <laughs> No, I definitely don't think he was making it up, but I just, uh, just to be that flippant with your own life when you're in charge of caring for someone else. Is, yeah. You know. Yeah. Not, it's, it's irresponsible to say the and least. And yet we still have, there's still all this like ethos and pathos yeah. with, for him. That's true. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's really crazy. It's a great character. Well-written, uh, well-rounded character. Yeah. Very complex. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's a Willie Loman-esque level uh, role. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, Willie's not the easiest guy to like either, but we feel a lot of empathy for him too. We do. True. So yeah. true. And we find out as that play goes on, we find out lots of terrible things about him also. That's right. You know. Yeah. Uh. So, Shelley says, "Well, well, are you nuts? I'm going to close for you." Referencing that Graf earlier, I think when they were in the lair, offered Shelley a job with him when they got out. Right. Um. And Graf shoots back at him with a, how can you delude yourself? Right. Another Williamson-esque We've definitely heard response, that before. Right? Yeah. And then uh, Graf goes to get something out of his pocket. And Shelly's like, wait, 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 wait. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Graf pulls out a shiv. And he says, I'm going to shiv you and open up your belly. <laughs> and then we're going to throw you back down into the hatch and close it. How? Like a coffin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And leave him there to bleed to death I inside El Ducto. There's no loyalty. No. There's no friendship. There's no honor among thieves. You've heard it before. There you go. You know? Yeah. No honor among thieves. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's just every guy is a, an enemy. That's right. Everywhere you look. All out for themselves. None but enemies. Right. Everyone's out for themselves. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. 
Um, it is a shame. It is a shame. <laughs> it's a crying goddamn shame. <laughs> Shelly tries to argue with him. You don't want to do that. Graf says, oh, yes, I do. Shelly says, you fucking assholes. And then all hell breaks loose. As these, a bunch of like vehicles pull up around them. There's shining lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys getting out with like machine guns right. pointed at them and like right. laser sights and yeah. all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't know who these guys are. We it's, sure don't. It's dark. They've got their faces covered. They're kind of like commando kind of guys or like a SWAT team like or something. Like a SWAT team, but like uh, privatized. Yeah. For sure. But they're definitely like well-coordinated. Definitely. And they showed up like just in the nick of time, right. like you said. Right, yeah. So maybe, I don't know if they were like monitoring what was happening from some location nearby or, I, you know, I don't know. Nearby El Ducto? <laughs> No, I mean like from on the outside. Right outside the prison walls? Yeah, or wherever they are, wherever this field is that they've come out of El sure, Ducto sure, in, sure. into. They know where El Ducto leads. Empties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're clearly not law enforcement and TBD says that you guys ain't cops. That's right, he does. Right? So, yeah. And they're some kind of the the leader at least, uh, we don't hear any of the other ones speaking, but the leader at least is some kind of like a an ethnic uh, dialect to right. him. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. hard to tell from exactly where. Right. It could be it's sort of vaguely <laughs> Eastern European it's, almost, yeah, you know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's like, it's like Balky. I don't know from, <laughs> from that show. Lodka. Like sort of Lodka S. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Very weird. I mean, at one time it's more than just Vodka-esque. <laughs> that's right. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. At one moment. At one moment, right. It's almost like it was an homage. <laughs> it does feel that way. Yeah. yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's they, they jump out of their vehicles, hands up. Anybody moves, you're dead. What? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Graf drops the shiv. What, what is, is this? What is this? What's going on? You guys ain't cops. Woman says, get that gun out of my face, you brute. <laughs> um, the... Uh, they they tell him to step away from the old man. That's right. They clearly are indicating Shelley. That's yeah. That would be the old man. Right. Yeah. Uh, TBD's like, who are you, motherfuckers? Um. And the squad leader says, get in the van, Levine. So then we see there's this van with the back doors open, and sure. they're gesturing for him to get in. That's right. Shelley doesn't want to do it, and uh, which the, is weird because like. I'm going with the guys that are not saying they're going to split my belly open and throw me down a shaft. <laughs> really? Yeah. I guess that's true. But the, yeah. you, like you said, it could be frying pan into the fire here. Well, yeah. It could be worse with these but guys. But at I this mean, point to Shelly, it's out of the fire back into the frying pan at least. I guess. Yeah. I, I'm going with those guys. <laughs> For sure. I am running and diving headlong into that van. <laughs> I am. Take me away. I yeah, Calgon, take me away. Armed crew of... <laughs> Potential assassins. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, it's a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. Yeah. And then the squad leader says, don't make me heat you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure why it tickled me, but it it, did, it really did. It got to me too. It's like, said it. Especially since he's holding like an automatic weapon. That's right. And his threat is like, don't. Don't make me hit you. Right. <laughs> Which maybe weird. is a clue that they're not actually looking to harm Shelley. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yep. Exactly. Because uh, if they would just heat him, <laughs> then it wouldn't be, you know, it's not like 
the full the full potential of their power is obviously killing him dead. Right, exactly. All of them. They could but kill he threatens all of them to just heat heat him. <laughs> Did you heat the Canadian? <laughs> Did I heat the Canadian? I heat the Canadian. Uh, I heat the Canadian. You remember that from In Bruges? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Shelley tries to like make nice with the with these terrorist guys or whatever they are and and tries to like make a connection with them it's like oh i see you're into kidnapping <laughs> right, right. i used to kidnap Which people myself we didn't know about shelly <laughs> no, at all maybe he's just making it up speaking of finding out more and more horrible things about a guy but maybe he made it up to spanel too maybe he never went fishing oh <laughs> and he was just making this shit no. up to make a connection with he's the guy. pulling on real life experiences <laughs> To really be honest and earnest in the moment. Maybe. He also said said it to TBD when they first met. Remember, he said... Uh, what did he say about... I used, I, I used to shiv bitches all the time or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Remember? Oh, I see you're into shivs. I oh. know oh, it was Ramon, I think he said it yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ramon pulls a shiv that. on him and yeah. he says, oh, I see you're into shivs. Yeah. Yeah. I used to shiv used to bitches shiv myself. many years myself. <laughs> <laughs> so Presumably I think, somewhere in Wisconsin. Yeah, of course. <laughs> But I think so. I think maybe he, maybe the one with Spanel was was honest. But I think sometimes he just pulls pulls on that, and you know, yeah, whatever the person is into, he tries to make a connection. Yeah, I don't know. The fear there, though, is that the conversation continues, right? And you have to make more stuff up. Yeah, but that's yeah. what these guys are oh, all about. Oh, you like to hitchhike? Do you? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> and then you're like, shit, I don't know anything about hitchhiking. <laughs> right. But th- but th- that's what these guys are good at. Like, oh, you know what? I'd rather talk to you about some rolling land. Beautiful, beautiful. Rolling. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're good sure. at controlling a conversation. That's sure. sort of their thing. Yeah. So he should be able to handle it. You seem like the kind of guy that might lie about who he is at a party or a gathering. You ever Me? do that? No. No. Damn. Do you? Sure. What, what do you say? You don't? No. I don't know. Whatever strikes me. Well, I don't really go to parties or gatherings. I don't either, but like an opening night, like I'll get stuck talking to people I've never met before and uh-huh. I'll just make up stuff about what I do and oh, who I am. Fun. I did one time, I will admit and to it this. And can't get you into trouble. Yes. <laughs> like very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One time I was at um, <laughs> one of my favorite events ever, Digestive Disease Week. Uh, I was working, it's a, it's a, it's a trade show <laughs> for digestive diseases and um like four of them like woohoo (laughs) (laughs) no it's to learn about digestive diseases and what is an example of a digestive disease like gerd for example (laughs) right what the fuck is gerd gerd gastro uh oh uh, gastro it's an um, it's i didn't know esophageal reflux disorder oh it's it's reflux acid reflux acid reflux gerd yeah it's called gerd it's called gerd that's right that's what I do to my loins <laughs> when Betty White's around. That's right. I gird him right up. Um, so anyway, I'm at Digestive Disease Week, and we we were working for some pharmaceutical company, and they had a booth there or whatever. So we okay. were handling like handling like the logistics and the organization of this booth, and they had some display they were doing. Blah blah. Got it. Got it. So. I had a badge to, that would let me get into the ballroom where this all this stuff was going on. Ballroom badge. And it says, yeah, and it says exhibitor on it. Because like, you can't come in unless you're like an attendee, an exhibitor, or like um, a, a, a doc, you know, if you were a doctor or whatever. But sure. the exhibitor badge, 
badges are no good because every booth is giving away some pretty awesome shit. Yeah. Like they're giving away laser pointers. They're giving away... Um, you get a laser pointer <laughs> and you get a sticker and you get a Tupperware with a logo on it. Exactly. But yeah. only <laughs> if you have an attendee badge. Okay. So if you're walking around like me with an exhibitor badge, right. you can't get any of the swag. No swag. You don't get the t-shirts. Yeah. You don't get anything. Right. So I found <laughs> on a garbage can, this is so like you. not in but on a garbage can, an, an attendee badge. Yeah. You know, it was like, like you're in is my on or vice versa. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. You know, it says like, you know, Dr. Ramadan Kushnov or whatever on it. So I put it on and I start going around to collect swag. And I went up to this one booth. I don't remember. I don't remember what the giveaway was I was trying to get, but the, I had to fill out. I had to fill out a little form. And so I filled it out and I handed it to the guy and he looks at it and he's like, oh, uh, Dr. Krishnov, um, <laughs> I see you're a gastroenterologist. I'm like, that's correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I, can I please have my t-shirt now? Can't get enough. <laughs> can I please have my... That st- enterology is top notch. Primo <laughs> enterology. T-shirt, please. Right, exactly. Yeah. T-shirt. And he says, um, oh shit, I can't think of the... What's the thing? What's the name of the thing where they put the the, the scope, the endos- endoscopy? And, uh-huh, endoscopy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, and they were selling endoscopy equipment at this particular booth. And the guy's like, so how many um, endoscopies do you do a month in your practice? <laughs> oh, shit. I know. I'm like, I don't know. Um, you know. And I mean, if I said dozens, you'd go, that's crazy, right? <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> like, that's how you have to do it, right? I just said, I was like, you know, a hundred. <laughs> like a round number. And the guy's like, a hundred. <laughs> Like, you know, in that, you know, around that much, you know, it's a, we, we're, we're not very busy right now There's at this time no of way. year, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, <laughs> we're, <laughs> that's several a day. I'm like, can I please have the t-shirt now? <laughs> a hundred. I don't remember. <laughs> oh my God. So, <laughs> so finally. Okay. Dr. Fetishes. <laughs> You cannot have a t-shirt. <laughs> but it got to the point where this guy clearly saw through my little ruse. Right, right. I think he gave me the t-shirt anyway. He did? But really? Yeah, he, well, just, he was like, oh, well, this is, why am I wasting my time with this t-shirt? That's the off? happy ending of that story, <laughs> I guess, right. is you got your t-shirt. <laughs> that's right. So I did get some swag that day, oh but I, did get, I got totally snagged yeah. at, at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Not to get swag, but just to not be yourself and not be bored. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm an architect. Oh. You know? But here's the thing. And then somebody will ask me about something specific and I'll be like, yeah, you know, we, we do a lot of shooting from the hip around the firm. It's like, a, <laughs> it's crazy over there. It's crazy, but we get it done. We always get it done. <laughs> You exactly. always come in on time and on budget. <laughs> you know, that's the important stuff, Chuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, I don't have to do that because I'm so fascinating already. You yourself are already yeah. a fount exactly. of wonder. Exactly. Yeah. So once I start telling people about myself. It's true. It's game over. It's true. Me, I have to generate stuff. <laughs> it's true. So the um, Shelly tries to uh, t- get in touch with this guy reminiscing about kidnapping. And the guy does hit him. Right. Don't make me heat you. Don't he make does, me heat you. He does hit him. Shelly falls unconscious. Uh, some of the other guys of the, the terrorist guys or whatever they are grab Shelly. The, the leader's like, get him in the van. They throw him in the van and they close the doors. And the 
terrorist leader guy says, thank you very much. <laughs> He's very polite, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, I mean, manners yeah. are the glue of society. That's right. It's really, yeah. I don't care who you are. Right. Never hurts to say thank you. Exactly. Please. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and it does sound a lot like latka at that point. A lot. Yeah. Just in that moment, though. Right. Yeah, just in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, just vaguely Eastern European. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, and then the, the, the guy says, move out, and all the guys get back in their vehicles. He hops in the front of the van, and, and off they go. They drive away. Right. Wheels screeching. Screeching away. And they're gone out into the night, into the darkness, just like that. Just as quick as they came, they disappear again. Boom. Well, that's what they do. That's right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are like ninjas, like Eastern they European are. ninjas yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone with the breeze. That's right. Yeah. And never to be found again. <laughs> and just like that, he was gone. That's right. Yeah. Um, so then there's a little bit of a pause as the others who are left behind look around and then woman says, well, that happened. Right. Very reminiscent. W- yeah. From, right. Uh, Our boy Alec Baldwin. That's right. Yeah. From State and Maine. Uh-huh. Ramon is wondering, who, who were those guys? Geograph is like, I don't care. Shelly's out of our hair. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Let's get out of here. Uh-huh. Everybody scatter. <laughs> right. And they scatter to the winds. Yeah, they do. End. End. Fiend. Fiend. Exactly. <laughs> it's exciting though. Like what what the hell, man? What the hell, man, is the exact right quote. Now there's well, we've had three scenes in a row where our guys wound up unconscious, right? Ricky yeah. got hit by the car. That's right. George got beat with a rubber bat in that's, the <laughs> mysterious dark room that's at right. the interview. That's right. And now Shelly gets knocked out by this terrorist dude and thrown into a van. And and Dave Moss is just on on the move. Yeah, we That's don't, all we know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we haven't seen him since he drove away from he the drove train away. station. Yeah, he's yeah. on the move. Yeah, he's on the move somewhere in hiding presumably. Jeez. I know. Well, this obviously this mercenary crew is coming for Moss. You think? Yeah. Maybe. What? They came for everyone else. Not Roma. Well, not yet. You think they're going to come? What? You think this is connected to George and everything? You think it's the same don't, group of you people? You don't? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't, it, I mean, on the surface, it doesn't seem connected. Like it was a totally different. It doesn't different, seem connected that they're all winding up injured somehow? Well, that does, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we talking about? <laughs> I thought that's what we were talking about. So do you th- but do you think Ricky like when they hit Ricky with the car, do you think yeah. that was connected to this too? Some guy was watching and well, then they ran him over? Well now I don't know what to think. Well yeah. But what I was thinking was, yeah, you pay a guy to hit a guy. How hard is that? I don't know. He's no. out of commission, he's in the hospital, easy pickup, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Gurney that guy right out. <laughs> no? I guess so, yeah. Well, and then what's the other This is a this is a this is a syndicate, buddy. Oh, this is a, a lot. There's conspiracy? a lot of moving parts. <laughs> There's a lot dude, going dude's on Dude's got here. a lot to keep in his head. A lot yeah. of strands, a lot of moving totally. parts. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is no, a lot of moving parts. You see them as isolated incidents? May, I mean, I guess I shouldn't. I don't. Yeah. I don't at all. All right. Yeah, I don't think you're looking at this the right way. Probably not. I think you need to pan back. <laughs> take a look at the bigger picture, buddy. Okay. There's definitely connections here. All right. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to finding out what they are. All right. I mean, I do too. I Very much so. Yeah. I we just want are. you thinking about it the right way. Yeah, I hear you. I hear <laughs> what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 
I don't. I, I hate to think too far ahead though, because I also don't want to figure it out. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but okay. even if you think you figured it out, you don't know for sure. That's until true. You see it. There could be a big twist coming. Yeah, exactly. Again, we've already had some twists. There, there have been be another, some twists. Another big one. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Grace is full of surprises. That's right. So. That's right. All right, cool. Hey, I have a little um, update for you. Broadway update. Broadway update. Tickets are on sale now. For American Buffalo, starring Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Sam Rockwell, and they announced the guy who's going to play the other part is Darren Chris. You ever hear Darren? Chris? I know that name. Yeah. What's he been in? Refresh my memory. He was on Glee. Okay, I don't on know TV. Him from that. He was uh, nominated for an Emmy for his role in um, that TV movie about the murder of Johnny Versace. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. And he's also like a singer-songwriter guy who <laughs> did some parody musical about Harry Potter, or at least oh. or maybe multiple ones. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know much about him at all, but he's a young uh, young dude. He's been in a lot of things I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's going to be the kid. He's going to be, uh, what's his name? Okay. What's the kid's name in that? Uh, Bobby. Right, Bobby, Donnie, yeah. Bobby, and Teach. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's going to be Bobby, and you and I we're going. We're going to get tickets, we'll and we're going to go. For Bobby, but sure. I yeah, mean, could I'm be. In. Depends on how. Like he might um, play younger than he looks. I mean, he was in Glee, which is like a high school kind of thing. So maybe yeah, he like years ago shave his face, makes he, him look 2010 like twenty ten to twenty fifteen. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, he's old. I mean, he's old. He's not old. I mean, he was fucking born in 1987, for Christ's sake. But, you know, in American Buffalo, that kid's a kid. Yeah. These these cast members are old. They're ancient. <laughs> I mean, he's 30 plus. Yeah, probably. Maybe he's like a I Michael J. Foxy. He was Foxy. born in 87. Okay. Michael J. Foxy kind of guy who, like, you know, can play really young. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah, I hope. I hope. But we're seeing it either way. I'm with you. Just be ready. 100. Be ready. Be ready to go. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. And uh, like I said, tickets are on sale if you want to go see it too. So head on down. You mean the audience? Yeah. Yeah, head on down. Head on down. <laughs> head on over. Head on what? over to your local theater what? establishment. Do you know where what it's where it's playing? Uh, Circle in the Square. Ooh, one of my favorites. I, d- I don't know if that means it's actually going to be in the round or not. No, I'm sure it won't be. It might be, might not be. You never know. Can't be. It would be tough to do in the yeah, round for really sure. Really tough. Yeah, with all those props and everything. Totally. Um. So hopefully not. But yeah, I like Circle and Square. They do really good stuff there. So Great stuff. Yeah. And it's a great space. I love this space. It is a cool space. Yeah. yeah. And it's all it's, what I like about it is it's always different. Every time you go in, like the the entire theater is set up slightly differently right. than it was the last That's time. That's what we're there. trying to do at our theater now. Oh, is nowadays. that right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. It's fun though. Yeah. Totally. And that's the Broadway update. <laughs> Well, buddy, I have a bit of a quote corner for you. Do you? I do. I love a quote corner. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture, Lime juice and chickpeas.
Okay. Quote, David Mamet. <coughs> oh, David from the Mamet. man himself. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. Okay. That's right. All right, good. <coughs> Try to keep up. Okay. This gets complex. I won't ever do email. End quote. <laughs> that's it. There it is. I won't ever do email. In totem. I guess. I won't ever do email. I guess that's why he never responded to his invitation to come <laughs> on this podcast. Cocksucker. Sitting here three years. He won't write us back. Waiting for him to write back. He won't write us back. Not a word. Yeah. Yes, we got to go right to the source, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Road trip. That's right. We're going to Vermont. Bring your gun oil (laughs) and your hatchet. Yeah, any antique tool you can bring. Sure. To show that we're worthy. You got a hand auger? (laughs) You got a hand auger? (laughs) Hand crank auger? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to. I'd have to I got, pick, I'd have to I got pick, a few of those. I'd have to pick one up. It's no, I got, I got it. Oh, you got, got some. Yeah, okay, I got good. one for you. Even. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's good because I ain't got one. Great. Road trip. We're All doing right. it. All right. Let's do it. All right. We'll go. Let's visit. start now. That's a great idea. Right? We can go and just go home. Here we come, Dave. All right. We're <laughs> hitting the trail. That's right. To go see Dave. Bye. Bye-bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it. Love it. Tell us to shove it. What would David Mann?